The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. Yeah, powerfully, Ian. What's up, buddy? How are you, man? Man, good chilling. You. <laughs> good to see you, too. Always good to have you on, man. <laughs> well, you, you, you know, I told you the story. Yeah, you told me the story. It's mind-boggling. It's bananas. So yeah. I guess I'll kind of repeat it and then we... Well, yeah, please do. Yeah, People need to hear this. This is, this is odd. All right, so uh, I'm in the middle of selling my house. I had an escrow, uh, and uh, they told me to move out in 45 days. 45, the 45th day is today, Monday. So I moved the entire weekend, and as I pull up to, and get out the car to come into the studio, I get a phone call from the real estate agent telling me that the loan for the buyer didn't go through. So I'm I'm moved out. My stuff is in storage. I gave half of it away to this Mexican church across the street from me, and I got shit all over the place. I don't have an address. Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm supposed to be staying on a friend's couch. Oh I'm my just, goodness! I'm just, I'm just all over the place right now, and I'm, and I'm coming in here, you know, to have some fun and do the show, <laughs> and Chase shut it down. <laughs> oh, the the reason why they shut it down though is mm-hmm. fascinating. Okay, so they stopped the the buyer's loan because they don't like the buyer's answer for where their funds that they have in their account came from. Like, the buyer has enough money to back the loan, but they don't, they think it's fishy. They don't like where the money's come from, the answers of where the money's from. So they say, well, we're not going to sign off on this loan because we don't like your, your money. But you know what sometimes people do, apparently, is uh, they'll get family members to mm-hmm. deposit money in an account to make the account look really big. Right. And then they go for a loan, they check the account, and they go, oh, there's all this money in there. But they just move it out right? right? as soon as it gets it. Like, the only reason why it's in there is to make the loan. Like, they're going to give them a little piece of the action to mm-hmm. make the loan go through. That can get tricky, you know? Apparently. Yeah, I guess you have to show how much you make. I mean, if you make $100,000 a year, but you got $50 million in the bank, they're going to go, hmm, what the fuck's going on, dude? <laughs> like, hey, saving my money. No, that, that doesn't seem to make sense, man. Chase has been in the news a lot lately for uh, knocking down a lot of anything adult entertainment, like even shutting down a condom store that just yeah. sold condoms online because it had something to do with the adult industry. That's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible that a condom thing, yeah. like birth control is dirty. Like, what, are, we, are we pretending we don't fuck? Is that what's going on here? Right, are we pretending right. we don't have sex? Are we pretending we don't like to fuck? If somebody doesn't like to fuck, I don't want to talk to you, all right? You're a weirdo. Fucking is half of what people love to do in life. They shut down a condom store? Yeah. Chase Banks said so they ridiculous. wouldn't do business with me because I run a condom company. Very few people enter into relationships, men and women, not wanting to ever fuck. It's always a part of the thing that they want to do. Like the happiest, most in love people, like still like to have sex with each other. Like there's nothing wrong with condoms. The idea that there's something wrong with birth control is saying that there's something wrong always with sex. It's so stupid. Or does Chase want there to be more people so they can turn down loans? (laughs) Is that is that what they're doing? They want people to have more kids. And they say, no, you can't get this loan. Dude, you're bit about what's not, uh, I don't want to give it away because if you, uh-huh. if you, uh, you got to see Ian live. Like, for folks who don't know, I think you get slept on, man. I really do. I think you're one of the best comics in the world. Appreciate man. that. And 
and I've known Thanks, that for man. a long time, man. You've always been really fucking funny. You know, I think you're 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 starting to uh, pick up steam right now, and it's awesome to see. Right. But that bit you have on bankers, dude. I don't want to say anything about the bit because oh, okay. I want people to go okay. see it. I fucking yeah. love that bit. God damn, that's I'm, a good. I'm bit. gonna I'm gonna be doing it with extra venom <laughs> <laughs> next time <laughs> when you see me. On stage. I know, it's man. Gonna be, it's gonna be really emotional. Yeah, next man. Next time I do it. Are you around Wednesday night? Uh, I got, something's going on. What is Wednesday? Oh, I was gonna go to the to the store for Gerard's thing. What is it? Uh, he's taping his HBO album, oh, his HBO special. Gerard South. Awesome. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. What time is that? Probably, Eight. probably at nightish. At nightish. Yeah. Like eightish. Yeah. What time you get there? I'm gonna do the it ice, ice house? house at ten. Ten. Yeah. I I'll haven't see. even I haven't even booked it yet. How about that? But you, you can roll like that though. Yeah. All you got to do is I get like on the. It. That's a that's the beauty of Twitter and all that. You just like bam. Just, yeah. Just put out a tweet and bam, it's on. Well, it's also that I get guys like Ian Edwards to come and do the show. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Diaz is going to be on too. Oh, Diaz. Yeah, yeah. We're going. Diaz and I had a great time in Santa Barbara. God damn, Santa Barbara is awesome. You ever go up there? Yeah, I've been over there. It's like I don't want people to know about it. I I, I feel You're like I don't like to talk it. about it. I don't like to talk about Santa Barbara on on, on a podcast. So I don't want people to hear about it. I don't want them to hear about it. I fucked up. I should have shut my mouth. That's hilarious. I really should have shut my mouth. That place is it's, sweet. There's only like 100,000 so people up there. Uh-huh. It's great. They're all real cool, friendly people. There's no fucking traffic. Uh-huh. There's some on the highway. You get off the highway, 5 o'clock, everybody's just driving around like normal. Damn. And you go, oh, wait a minute. This is possible? You could live somewhere where you could just get somewhere at five o'clock. You don't have to. I was talking to this lady at this uh, this uh, doctor's office. She told me that she lives in Hollywood and she works in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when she leaves at night, it takes her an hour and forty five minutes to get home. That's believable. I, I I actually think she's lying, and it takes a longer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, she, she's that's what I think. Insane. That's fucking insane. That's insane. And you go to you ever go go to like Big Sur? You ever been to a place like that? It's up uh, up the northern coast. Heard of it, but I've never been up there. A lot of writers, like Hunter S. Thompson, lived there. Henry Miller lived there. A lot of writers go there because it's so stunning that they Mm -hmm. just. It's kind of a little bit dour, like the air is wet and Mm -hmm. gets fucking cold. You know, sometimes because it's Mm -hmm. a lot of like wind and shit from the 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 waves and yeah there's a lot of moisture but and it's northern california but god damn it's fucking beautiful and and it held some right yeah you but you go to a place like that where there's not as many people as la Mm -hmm. and you realize you could just get anywhere right you start thinking like what am i doing like what what is it what's the point in living in this cramped spot is it because there's a lot of my friends here like what why why do people choose to do this i'm trying to think of somewhere i went to do a show it's kind of in wine country. Oh, like Sonoma, like up there? Something like that. It's just this little What's town. What's that place that you go to? Solvang. Solvang. That's Solvang. awesome. It's like uh, east of Santa Barbara, and it just looks like if Disney made a town in the middle of nowhere. Like, like small little wooden <laughs> like windmills everywhere. There's ostrich farms. So there's this ostrich, ostrich farm. And there's wow. tons of wineries. So you just get drunk and hang out in this creepy little town. Uh, Brian wow. had to turn it into Brian. <laughs> well, that's what it is, man. Well, everybody, those wine-tasting things. No, no, no. We are gentlemen. We're not here but, getting fucked up. They're just fancy drunks. No, we're gentlemen. Oh yeah, they trick you into get, becoming drunks. They even mm-hmm. sell it to like by like these big two liters and these huge. Oh, of course they things do. When you go to the winery, they want you to be a pig. <laughs> Did you see that shit about uh, Jim Cook? You know Jim Cook, the guy who makes Sam Adams. No, he no. he uh, he was expressing how you can he eat brewer's yeast, 
and it keeps you from getting drunk. Like, yeah, pull it up, pull it up, man. Jim Cook uh, explains how to drink beer all night and not get drunk. It's really kind of fascinating, man. Like, he figured out some sort of biochemical process that you could sort of create in your body and helps your body process alcohol better. It's interesting because I'm very yeasty. It's been proven yeasty by many bitch. doctors and stuff like that. So <laughs> that might be why I can drink so much. It's been proven. <laughs> it's been proven that I'm very yeasty. Here's the studies. <laughs> he brings over fucking things from – look at this. Sam Adams founder, Jim Coke, I think it's Coke, says a spoonful of yeast makes him less drunk. Yeah, Jim Isn't that Cook. Fascinating? Cook? Yeah. Is it Cook? Yeah. Well, I don't spell it Cook. Why are you making me work so hard? <laughs> well, you can't change it. Change your little symbols to what we all mutually agree upon. Looks like Coke. Yeah, let's change it like we, you know, they change literally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah change that too, Coke. That's not Coke. Or it is Coke. It's not Cook. Cook. I don't care what your parents call it. <laughs> Spelling it wrong, dude. I spell like, like the Coke brothers, right? Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah, the Coke. How does, you know, the Coke brothers yeah. that live in that building, it's spelled the same way as that, right? Yeah, yeah K O C H. Yeah. So how come it could be two different things? Isn't that Cook? The Coke brothers? The Coke. The Coke. Those, mm. uh, those rich guys? Billionaires. And it's K O C H? I yeah. think so. You can look it up. Okay. <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't, I don't even know why people argue anymore. Like, know, people right? are still having arguments like Google doesn't exist. Right, like, When right, somebody right. asks me a question and we start going back, let's, let's just Google it. Let's yeah. just. I've, uh, I've been humbled by Google many times. Yeah. It, just, it's, it forces you to recognize, like, what are we doing when we argue sometimes about being right or wrong? It's so right. stupid. So, like, if you know something and I don't know oh, it, yeah. why should I care? You know, why does anybody care? Yeah. And if, you, if somebody asks you something you don't know the answer, why would you bullshit? It's a greater tendency to do, to bullshit. Like, mm -hmm. there's something else going on. It's ego. Yeah. Yeah. It's really annoying. Yeah. And you got to cut it out. So ego... <laughs> I got to cut it out. Not you. <laughs> the world. Ego's getting swamped, beat out, down by Google. <laughs> but there's also a lot of ridiculous websites you can get caught up in the mix. Yeah, like some of them have lies. There's also, like, studies that, like, like, one study will say it's good for you. Another study will say it gives you dick cancer. Like, like <laughs> can you guys figure this dick out? Dick cancer. It's like a bunch of different guys claiming to be the welterweight champion of the world. Like, you can't have five different welterweight champions. Just like you can't have, you know, you can't, you got to figure it out. Let us know. Okay, we'll wait. That's that, and that's when you say welterweight champion, you're meaning boxing? Yeah. 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 That's why boxing's not what it used to be. It used to be really ridiculous. Yeah. There was like a, a gang. I don't know if there's as many now. You always hear about the big ones, the WBC, WBA, IBF. Those right. were the big ones. And then the, it was the... IBO wasn't that mm -hmm. came along. There was a there's a bunch of different ones too. One like, time I was welterweight champion. <laughs> <laughs> Fought my sister. Did you see the Maidana fight? Nah. Mayweather Maidana. I refuse to watch uh, Mayweather fight until he fights Pacquiao. I think really? everybody. Yeah, yeah. I'm, wow. I'm boycotting him. Dude, Maidana made a hell of a fight out of it. It was oh, a yeah? lot of fun. Yeah, it was a great fight. It was a great fight. Good. Ooh, it was fun. If it, you know how they played on HBO the next mm -hmm. week. If you're f fully moved back into wherever you're <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I turned consider. off my cable. I gave in the box on Saturday. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. so crazy. It's bananas. I, I did not know that it could go like that. Me neither. 
I thought that once a deal's a deal, like the paperwork starts getting moving. I didn't know you could just stop the process. Yeah, the bank, I, I thought they were going to close. They even tried to close early the other day, and I said, I won't be out. But they had to approve it at one point in they, time. They approved it, yeah. And then someone, like, oversaw it? Somebody oversaw it and said, eh, we don't trust these Persians. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find out what they did. Yeah, I need to and support it and somehow give them, give them more money. <laughs> <laughs> figure, out a, figure out a way to circumvent the system. You're probably selling something good. Oh, man. <laughs> probably. That's the irony of it. It's probably something I would like. Uh, they're probably selling something awesome. Maybe it's raw milk <laughs> or marijuana. It could be marijuana. <laughs> Whatever it is. Fucking let, leave them alone. It's all the money from those rug stores, those millions and millions of rug stores that you see everywhere. And you're like, how did... That's a serious crime, though. If you're trying to hide income, hiding income is a serious crime, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, because you really think about it. Like, hiding income, you know, if you got a lot of cash coming in and how much, it, it, like, what a percentage of how much you actually make is, like, under the table that you would get taxed on, you know, and how much more money would the government get because of that? And how much of an example can they make out of you to make sure that someone hears about it so they don't do it? Right. It's fucking. In, in Italy, Dolce and Gabbana are probably going to jail. Really? Like right now, they got like an 18-month suspended si- uh, sentence, but it's for hiding money offshore. Oh. And it's like, like, can you imagine Dolce and Gabbana in jail? <laughs> that is just bananas. Yeah. And that's like the, pr- the perfect example of what you're talking about. Like, make an example of somebody that everybody knows who you you would think never would go to jail. Yep. Like, if they do it to them, yeah. then... They, yeah, they don't fuck around when it comes to that. That's the most mafia shit in the world is the tax collector. Yeah. Because they don't treat it like it's money. They take away your freedom. Yeah. It's one of the rare times where just uh, it becomes a crime where you're not giving someone enough money. That becomes a crime. It's bananas. But, but it's just, it becomes a crime that they go after you with a fucking fever that's reserved for terrorism. Yeah. I mean, they'll put your ass in jail. You could have done everything right all your life. And just throwing one extra receipt in there. Well, I don't think it's that much, but if right. they find out, you're, I think they're, they're probably pretty fair about finding out, you know, whether or not you're actually being a tax cheat. But if you are a tax cheat, they fucking go after you. Like what they did with Wesley Snipes, that, he they wouldn't even let him pay it. They, they wouldn't even let him pay they it. Put back. Lauren Hill in jail. They, they're like, well, you got to go to jail. No, 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 you're going to go to fucking jail. They put Lauren Hill in jail. Yeah. Like, she's a menace to society. Yeah. The singer-songwriter. She's a menace. Yeah. She's out there singing. She's like, I'll give you two of the Grammys. She's like, you didn't give me enough money. <laughs> you, didn't, nah. you didn't give me enough money, so we're going to have to lock you in a cage. That's crazy. And Especially when you say cage. It's a cage. We're going to lock you in a cage. That's what it is. Like, and, I'm going to pay you. And nah. I, I firmly believe that we should all pay taxes. I firmly believe it. I really do. I think we need to pay... What we need to figure out what's important for everybody. What's what's number one? Is it healthcare? What's number two? Is it is it uh, is it school systems? Like what what are what are our priorities? Figure out what the and then figure out how much that shit costs. Like get people who really know what they're doing, and everybody should contribute their part. At least what you can contribute, it would make the world a better place, right? That's what we all want. But it gets. Real squirrely when I don't know what you're doing with that money. (laughs) Real squirrely when it becomes... It's it's fucked up on so many ends. Like, some people don't want to... Dishonest and don't want to pay it. And some people, when they get the money, they blow it on shit. So then that justifies... That 
the people who don't want to pay, they're like, look what they just did with that. And then, then there's some people not getting enough of it who need it, like for education, especially like in the hood and all that shit. Yeah. It's like, and it's like, this shit is all fucked up. And it's dishonest people in, if, if there's a pie cut in five and that could make this thing work, there's dishonest people in each slice. Yeah. Well, I think we would all be happy to pay taxes. But I think, I think people would be way more likely to pay taxes if we had a better sense of community. And if they know where the fucking money's going. Like, there's no receipt. We don't get a receipt. receipt. Hey, you know, you paid, Ian, you paid X amount of money. And, you know, this amount went to school systems. You'd be happy to know that this amount went to fix the streets. You'd be happy to know. Like, that would be beautiful if we we got a chance to see that. You know, you'd you'd be able to look at it. Like, quantify. Look, you know, my the fruits of my work have sent X amount of dollars towards public education. That would be a nice feeling. And you know why it's not transparent and there's no receipt? Because... It's not being distributed equally, <laughs> and that would fuck people up. Well, it's fucked up that it's not our. It's not only is it not our call. It's pretty. We're in the dark about it. It hardly ever comes up. When people talk about the budget, it's always the balancing of the budget. The president's attempting to balance the budget. <laughs> they're adjusting bills and the balancing of the budget. Like they're, what? they're important voice. I like your important voice. The balancing, <laughs> balancing of the budget. <laughs> yeah, that's how they talk. What, what this is my, I'm about to tell you. So, I'm about to tell you nothing. That's important voice. The balancing of the budget. He must be right. As the president the addresses the nation this evening. <laughs> the president's hype man. It's the president. Well, all that fake shit that used to exist in, like, the fucking bicentennial days mm. back in the <laughs> 1700s and shit, uh-huh. it's, like, still going on in that way. Yeah. There's a formal way of communicating. Like, we don't need that anymore. We don't. There should never be a formal time where mm-hmm. you communicate. Because all that means is that there's a bunch of shit you're not going to tell me. And I'm not going to yeah. know how you're really thinking. I'm going to hear some thing that I allow you to do. Where you go into this fake speaker voice, <laughs> and I allow you to say a bunch of stupid shit with no, I don't, no one gets to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Th- you don't have to communicate like that anymore. It doesn't. It, the only reason it used to exist is because you had to get like a bunch of people. Hear ye, hear ye! You right. have microphones, so they're yelling out to some fucking room. They have to yell it out because you can't just talk. And right. people can't talk back to you. There's not. There's too many of them. It would take too much time. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. But no, now there's now there's a way. Like there's it's. Like there's interaction. It should be. It should be like. This should be some sort of a two way street it's, here. It should be 2014 type of style interaction yeah. instead of what they're doing right now. The important thing <laughs> is that the president has let us know where the money goes. Back to you. <laughs> Who are you? Why are you talking like that? This is madness. <laughs> the president's crazy. They're crazy. Everyone's crazy. Right. With they're the voice you copied from voice. the guy before you who did that job before you. Our country <laughs> is strong. Our will is great. <laughs> what are you doing? Imagine if you're eating and someone started talking to you like that. You're in the middle of dinner. Someone starts to do you like, what the fuck are you doing? You're eating dinner on the Who floor. Who is this weird asshole talking like this? This is crazy talk. Telling me how I feel and how we're going to make it through this. You're going to tell me how I'm going to make it through this and you're going to disappear after the speech. Go away, crazy. <laughs> When is that going to go away? I mean, at one point in time, they had to get rid of the powdered wigs, okay? At one point in time, those judges were wearing those wigs, and they're like, look, we got to have the wigs. We're not wearing the wigs. Was, this that, shit is no good. That was bananas. That's how crazy <laughs> shit was. When a motherfucker in a wig 
was telling you what was up. Hear ye, hear ye. And he's dressed like a squire. <laughs> yeah. Wearing high heels. Yeah, what were they wearing? They were wearing high heels. That's where high heels came from. Oh, Guys started so it. So crazy. And robes. At one point in time, someone had to look at that and go, yo, we got to stop this. <laughs> we got to stop with the wigs. And they fought him. This is tradition. <laughs> it is how it's always been. We will wear the wigs. <laughs> there could be some terrible Oliver Stone documentary about the fucking the revolt to keep the wigs on. There's some it's stupid as shit. So is, that wig. What's fucked that? up in England in court? Like you get sentenced by a motherfucker in a wig. <laughs> you still do. <laughs> still do. Still do. <laughs> like, that is so crazy. Oh, I'm, you guys I'm, are I'll nuts. Be like, listen, I'll, listen. There's nothing I can do about this. <laughs> but you are gonna tell me this shit like a man take that fucking wig off <laughs> before you tell me I got 25 years. <laughs> Or, or I'm not doing it. I'm going to try to escape. <laughs> you take that fucking wig off right now. Oh, oh. What are you doing, stupid? Why are you dressing like you're in a different time era? You are, you're putting on a show. You're putting on a show for me. You have a wig on. This is a show. This is a goddamn play. A play. Where's the other people this in the play? Shakespeare. <laughs> this is not real. You're, you're putting on a play, you fuckhead. It's hilarious. It's so ridiculous. It's Can we see some... Can you pull up some modern English court yeah. guy in wig? <laughs> what do they call him? A barrister? Barrister, yeah. The barrister. Or is a barrister a, um, a, ju- uh, a lawyer? Isn't that a lawyer? That's, that's the old school. That's old school. See if you can find some. That's John Belushi. That's Joe Pesci That's from Joe JFK. Pesci. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that weird fucking scene. That's so weird. That was one of those scenes. You can't really you can't really do that, man. Uh, Oliver Stone wasn't there while that was going down. Like, man, you took a little creative license, and I need to talk to you about it. You don't even have any pictures of these guys doing this. How do you know that they went down like that? That's what he does. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's just what they did. Oh, okay. All right, man. <laughs> there's like there's a lot of people like have a problem with Oliver Stone because of shit like that. Like, you know, that movie JFK, you know, where the Donald Sutherland character comes over and tells all the information, all the details. You remember you know that scene? Yeah. Apparently that dude he he made up that guy. He made up that guy. Yeah, that wasn't like an historical guy. He was used as like a tool to sort of propel the story along. That's I, this is what I had heard. I forget parts of JFK. I can't even remember that part. It was an interesting. I need to pull it up now to make sure Donald Sterling's character, because I did just say that now, and I'm saying as I said it, I'm like, I may have been wrong. Not Donald Sterling. Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. That's hilarious. <laughs> Donald Sterling's on my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Donald Sutherland the other day, man. I was watching the old school invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, did you ever shit. see that? Jeff, a long time ago, yeah. Jeff Goldblum's in it. He looks oh, like he's shit. like 20 years old. He looks like a little kid. It's crazy. I just saw him in a hotel Budapest or some shit like that. Wow. Grand if you, Budapest. If you Google Donald Sutherland and then write scene, scene JFK comes up Im- immediately. Pull it up, Brian. It says JFK movie clip. JFK. Yeah. Movie clip. Yeah, Donald Sutherland Donald. scene. JFK movie clip. Let's sit on a bench together. It's a fa- it's a fascinating <laughs> thing because if this if this guy didn't really exist, this then right yeah, this right that one right there. If this guy didn't really exist, like it's it's a vehicle to dis- distribute the truth. But why was I the chief of special ops? I think it's supposed to be his inner dialogue. No, 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 no. But listen, because this is a guy who, who's telling him all this stuff. 
one of my routine duties if I had been in Washington would have been to arrange for additional security in Texas, so I decided to check it out. And sure enough, I found out that someone had told the 112th Military Intelligence Group at 4th Army Headquarters at Fort Sam Houston to stand down that day over the protests of the unit commander, Colonel Wright. I believe it's a mistake. This is significant because it is standard operating procedure, especially in a known hostile city like Dallas, to supplement the Secret Service. I mean, even if we had not allowed the bubble top to be removed from the limousine, we would have placed at least 100 to 200 agents on the sidewalk without question. I mean, only a month before UN Ambassador Adlai Stevenson spit on and hit. There had already been several attempts on De Gaulle's life in France. We would have arrived days ahead of time, studied the route, checked all the buildings, never would have allowed all those wide open empty windows overlooking Dealey. Never. We'd have had our own snipers covering the area the minute the windows. You want to watch this whole clip? They'd have been on the radio. We'd have been watching the crowd. Yeah, just let it go for a couple seconds. It's interesting. Never would have let a man open an umbrella along the way. Never would have allowed that limousine to slow down to 10 miles an hour, much less take that unusual curve at Houston and Elm. You would have felt an army presence in the streets that day. None of this happened. It was a violation of the most basic protection codes we have, and it is the best indication of a massive plot in Dallas. Now, who could have best done this? Black Ops, Mr. Garrison. People in my business, people like my superior officer, could have called Colonel Reich and said, look, we have another unit coming from so-and-so providing security. You'll stand down. I mean, that day, in fact, there were some individual Army intelligence people in Dallas. I'm still trying to figure out who and why. But they weren't protecting Client and, of course, Oswald. Army Intel had a Harvey Lee Oswald on file. All those files have been destroyed. Many strange things were happening in your league. Anyway, this is the point. If that guy didn't really say all that shit, mm -hmm. are you allowed to just do that? I think that's how Oliver Stone feels about the situation. Exactly. He just, he just wanted to get his shit across. Well, he says the guy's a real guy. Mm -hmm. Oliver Stone says the guy's name is Fletcher Prouty. P-R-O-U-T-Y, Fletcher Prouty, and that he served in the military since World War II, and from 55 to 64, he was in the Pentagon working as a chief of special operations. Hmm. <clears throat> so, apparently, it was a real dude, according to Oliver Stone. I saw a, a, a dope JFK movie. I forgot. It's called Park something. Did anybody see it? No, what is it? Park. It's a... It came out last year. It's about or the early, movie? It's about it's about the assassination, but it's about everybody around it. It's about oh. it's about the 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 Secret Service, like so that he gets shot, and before they show the hospital and the doctors in the hospital. So it's about them operating on JFK Parkland. Yeah, Parkland. The fight for his body with the coroner in the city, to getting the body on the plane. Then there was a part where the CIA agent is like, uh, "Listen, we got to protect the president." And they're looking at JFK, and the guy said, "Okay, let's do it." And he said, "That's not the president anymore." Like when they're taking his body out of the the topless car to put him in the ambulance, and the C the Secret Service guy looked at his brain. He's like, "That dude's not the president anymore." And then it's, it was about grabbing uh, the vice president and securing him. And they said, "We got to get him back on the plane," and everybody associated. And then they said, "What about the first lady?" And she's like, "Then I." She ain't the first lady no more. And they was like ready to just, it's like those moments, like they, they're like ready to just like. Cast her to the wolves. Cast, it's like, but it was just <clears throat> protocol. Right, yeah. And it's just like, so it was about the shit that they went through, the doctors like trying to resuscitate and their day. And wow. and then Sapruda, 
who had the film and then getting the film from him. And it, it was it was well done. It was underrated. There was a bunch of uh, witnesses to the uh, assassination, people that were in the grassy knoll, <clears throat> people that were in that area. Out of those people, in uh, three years from the time of the murder, the three-year period, 18 witnesses were killed. Yeah. Six by gunfire, three by motor accidents, two by suicide, one from a cutthroat, one from a karate chop to the neck, <laughs> three from heart attacks, and two from natural causes. Wow. Holy shit. I want more info on the karate chop to the neck. Yeah, how do they know it was a karate chop? Karate chops are rarely fatal. Maybe the guy was a bitch. <laughs> to the neck, though. I just saw the uh, Mythbusters last oh. night. They were talking about how you could uh, actually be driving on a motorcycle at certain speeds and hit the right kind of bug at the right kind of place on oh, your throat, shit. and it could just kill you. Wow. <laughs> just from bugs. What, what kind of bug it, is that? It was one of those huge, like, almost beetle bugs that are only in, like, Africa, you know, but they look like like a like almost like a, a dinosaur bug. They're, they're, you know what do I'm talking about? Do those fly? Yeah, they do fly, though. Holy shit. Yeah. What are they? Pull that up. I got to tell Dean Del Rey to look out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Bro, yeah. That bucket. seems like you get hurt, man. <laughs> the other countries do way worse than us when it comes to bugs. We're lucky when it comes to bugs, especially California. That's one thing you don't realize. Mm -hmm. You go back east during the summer and you get whomped on by mosquitoes. Yeah. So you go, oh yeah, you guys have bugs everywhere. Yeah, you're like, what country are we in? <laughs> In California, they killed all their bugs. Yeah, if you go to Florida, go to like oh, Gainesville, yeah. Florida in July. <laughs> like, good luck. <laughs> My God. Yeah, it doesn't even feel like America. It's yeah, it's right a here. southern fucking. Whoa, that's crazy. It's called a Goliath beetle, I think. That's a real bug? Yeah. Oh my God, it's a crab. Is her hand small or is that the real <laughs> no, size? That's that the would real make size. your dick look like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> that hand. <laughs> yeah, here's another one of them. Uh... Whoa. Get the fuck out. This thing for folks who are, it's like, uh, like picture your grandfather's flip phone. <laughs> not not your mom's flip phone, but your grandfather's. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. It's like a Motorola StarTac. Remember that StarTac? That's what it's like. Yes. Yeah, it looks like a bedazzled phone case. That thing would fuck you up. That's a big bug. Look at this thing. That thing would have to pry Whoa. your mouth open. <laughs> oh, that's a ocean creature, isn't it? It's I don't a think beetle. It's a beetle. That's a beetle. a beetle. Yeah. It is? Yeah. It's like, not a water beetle? It is the giant asospod. Oh, my God. It's technically not an insect. But... What the fuck? Technically not an insect. What is it, then? Where do you find those? <laughs> I bet that's a delicious lobster tail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it looks like oh, <laughs> it looks like a lobster tail, didn't uh, it? Yeah. Well, that's what a bug is, man. I mean, the lobsters are bugs. They're just bugs in the water. Uh, yeah, I guess you a, might. It a looks a like bug that can fair. swim. They're very similar to cockroaches. In fact, we found out on Fear Factor that if you're allergic to shellfish, mm. you're also allergic to cockroaches. Oh, for real? We found that out the hard way. Oh shit. Yeah. Somebody gets sick. Yeah. Well, we found out that this dude had eaten these uh, cockroaches, and his, his throat started to close up. Start having an allergic reaction. They can't breathe. Oh, shit. So they have to give you, I think it's a shot of adrenaline or something like that. Yeah, if you're allergic, you got to tell people everything you're allergic to. You can't Damn. You can't hide things. You know? <laughs> just, to, just to try to win $50,000. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. Maybe maybe somebody asked shellfish, yes, and they didn't bother asking bugs. <laughs> or maybe they didn't know. Yeah, that does live in the water. That's, That's crazy. That looks like an alien. <laughs> it does shit. look like that an thing alien. is crazy. <laughs> so it lives in the water. Yeah. And not only does it look like an alien, it looks like a spacecraft. It looks like an alien head. Look, so that's an ridiculous. alien head. 
That's so ridiculous that that's a real animal. <laughs> it's got gold <clears throat> How eyes. How big is it? It's got gold eyes, everything. It's about a hamburger? I don't know. No, it's way bigger <laughs> than that. That thing was like a football. Uh, here. When that dude was holding it earlier? Yeah, yeah. That was more football-sized. Man, so how unprofessional is it if I run to the bathroom? Not at all. Not at all. Right. Dude, it happens all the time. Just drank this water. Nobody yeah. expects to, to hang. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> the deep sea isopods. It's right through uh, there, yeah. Bathynomus gigantius. Oh, my God. Look at that thing. And this was all right, how would you describe that? In, it's not quite a football. Uh, it looks like a huge lobster tail. And huge. So I've been soaking in it in a pill bug. Oh. It's like a pill bug. To remove the uh, yeah. formalin since that's kind of nasty that's stuff. That's like the biggest lobster tail ever. So what I'm going to do today is... The size of a football. Uh, Shape of a football. Dry it out, get it set up to dry out and make a specimen out of it. We're so weird, though. Why would that be gross to us? Oh, so God, the first thing I'm going to do is... But why would that be gross? We eat lobster. <laughs> like, if we were at a restaurant here, and, and I ordered lobster, would you get grossed out? You know, when it when, it, when I'm eating lobster, I just went the other day and had it, and it still kind of freaks me out. And like, I, it was... Like, I had it for lunch. I had lobster tail for lunch, and I could only eat at Papado's in Phoenix. And I could only eat half of it. I, I just got sick almost. Like, I, I it, it just hit wrong. Like, I have to be in the mood. I have to, it has to be later in the day, and I can't have any hangover. <clears throat> then I just won't think about it. Maybe you just have a weird thing with it, because I just think lobster's delicious. Yeah. I've never thought about it. I don't know. When you can see their, like, hairs. And up here in the head. I had some shrimp cocktail the other day. And uh, I can't imagine that anybody doesn't like it. Yeah, I can't imagine that people don't like shrimp cocktail. But, but Jamie didn't want to have the shrimp cocktail. What? Jamie is like, no, I'm not into it. Wow. He's not into any water bugs. Doesn't eat the water bugs. Yeah, dude, I'll, I'll eat street meat. I'll eat lobster. <laughs> Look, shrimps are delicious. There's, uh, there's nothing wrong with you, Jamie. You're the problem. It's not the shrimp. Shrimps are magical creatures that taste so good. And... <clears throat> they're one of those creatures where you don't feel so bad about killing them and eating them. You know, very few, like if you, Carl Malone shot a bear. There's a, a photo on TMZ of Carl Malone with his bear that he shot, and everybody was getting upset. Um, he shot it with bow and arrow. And, um, you know, that, that freaks people out. But if he was eating a bowl of shrimp, nobody would give a fuck. I'm more... You know, isn't that weird? Lately, I, I found out that, uh, was it jellyfish? I think No, 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 no. <clears throat> Octopus that that, that octopuses are almost as smart as uh, yeah dolphins and so I'm thinking like shit I know people that don't eat octopus now because of that and I love octopus I do too so, I love octopus too the, I think the difference between just the intelligence and the fact that I think octopuses are most likely cunts yeah they might be smart as fuck but it's like crows are smart as fuck and I'll shoot one of those bitches right in their dirty crow head it's not just smart I need smart and nice. That's why I like dolphins. They're smart and nice. That's why I like orcas. They're smart and nice. Yeah, but that's just because dolphins are cute and octopuses are ugly. But if you put, like, a hat on a dolphin or an octopus, it might look cute. <laughs> octopuses are too weird. They don't even have a skeleton. They, they don't sit. They don't roll over. If they're so smart, why don't they do tricks? Yeah, that was a goblin shark that they found. Um, they were shrimping. Yeah. And they found this. Uh, this is usually, a, apparently, they usually find these in Japan. <clears throat> and they're very rare. They don't find very many of them at all. It's essentially a dinosaur fish. It's something that really probably shouldn't exist anymore. It's one of those things that just hasn't quite died out yet, but it is old as fuck. Look how hairy it is. Ugh. It's so weird looking. I hate fish hair. <clears throat> I don't think it has hair on it. What are you talking See about? It's it hanging out with a cat. It looks like it has a bunch of cat hair all over it. See it? It's hard to say what that is. 
I guess it is a hair. Is that what it looks I like? I mean, shrimp have hair. That's what, or lobster have hair. That's why it freaks me out sometimes when I see hair on things. It's like is that, when a, girl is that a has hair that a lobster has? Like, what is that stuff? It's not hair. I don't know. Lobsters don't have hair, dude. They they have some weird sort of uh, fibrous Fur. under parts. Yeah, but yeah. it's kind of like when you catch a girl in the right sun and you no, never notice she has like those little whiskers and you're like, oh, you know, it's kind of like that when you. you <laughs> guess what, guess Does that really slow up. you down? <laughs> the whiskers slow you down? Yes, man, uh, it really freaks me out. Especially really? that 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 peach fuzz sometimes when it's too hefty. Then you, I can't I can see it when you, even at night, but like you get that sun and you see that fuzz all over your face. Ugh. Why do you care? Duct tape that shit freaks you out. Um, I don't know, man. It just it freaks like I'm like, oh my gosh, she's got a beard. <laughs> Guys are so picky. <laughs> That's why, like, it's Asians, they hilarious. have zero hair, you know? Guys are so picky when it comes to women. Like, we'll, <laughs> we'll like, any little thing. Yeah, and chicks will fuck Donald Sterling. Yeah, exactly. Know, right? And we could There's be, a difference right we, there. We could be fat, all kinds of wrong shit going on. That dude's 81, you know? That was the most shocking thing. It wasn't that an 81-year-old dude was racist. It was yeah, a, I wasn't. Yeah, I was shocked about that. 81-year-old dude is... I mean, how old was that? He's, girl? I, he might even not be. He's at least peeing on her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's doing something <laughs> yeah, he's weird. Killing it up. <sighs> he's doing something weird to her. And I just didn't appreciate the way she sat dignified in that interview with her crazy answers. I didn't watch that. Oh, you got to see. I that. don't have any desire. I feel you. I couldn't care less. I, uh, the 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 thing is, to me, the the cultural significance of it is far more interesting than the actual people involved. Like what? Well, the cultural significance of what's going on now, I think, across the board when right. it comes to uh, people representing themselves or saying anything, is that things are taken in a way today. People are taking a task way quicker, way more, fewer, way easier to transmit information, way easier for people to know what a person did. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's at a different level now. I think it's a like a cultural evolution accelerator. That's what I think. I think in situations like this, like to anyone who is like an objective person, race mm-hmm. is not important. What, what's important right. is the quality of how the, the human being interacts with you, how they interact with other people, how intelligent they are, all the things that we judge a person on. That's what's important. Race means zero. So anybody that's still hung up on race being the number one thing. Like, he doesn't want her taking pictures with black guys. Like, okay, what are you saying? I just think that, he was more jealous than even racist at that point. But she, he gave her the green light to fuck those guys. Did you hear the uh, same thing? I didn't, I didn't believe him when he said that. Yeah, either did I. I, 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 just, I just felt like <laughs> he was just saying, you know, you ever, like, before you were mature, you, you'd have, like, it's like somebody having a cheat argument with their daughter. Like, I don't want you to do this. Why? But you don't tell them the real reason why. Mm-hmm. You tell them another worse. You escalate it. Like, every time I, I get into it with a girl, like, they'll, they'll exaggerate something else to get what they want. And to me, it's like, he was exaggerating. But the bottom line was, I don't even, I don't, my friends are calling me and teasing me about seeing the girl that I'm fucking with black guys who are probably fucking the shit out of her. <laughs> and that's embarrassing. And that's embarrassing to me. And so uh, do it on the low, but don't do it in my face. But I don't really want you to do it at all. Yeah, he didn't say all those things, though. He didn't, uh, but that's he what said, I got. you can fuck them. I don't believe him. Don't take Instagram pictures. I, I, think, of the, <laughs> think, of, 
Think of the rationale of that. It doesn't make sense. Well, it doesn't make sense to be 81 years old and ever get it to fuck a girl who's in her 20s. That shit doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's so just the fact that that happens. I believe in it. He's he's a male. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a elf on the shelf to you. <laughs> like that's where Brian's hoping to get to. Look, it obviously can happen. It can happen. Like if, if there are prostitutes, they don't. If a, a a guy comes in, he's 80 years old. You got to fuck that guy too. Right, listen, I mean, he's a he's the equivalent. Works? He's the equivalent of a male dime piece. He's a billionaire. There's a few of them in the world. Like if you're, if you're a, if you're if you're a chick and you can get at a billionaire, they eighty eighty doesn't mean nothing. What is that about? Isn't that fascinating? I guess it's just like he bought her a lot of shit. Yeah, bought her a lot of nice stuff. He sure bought her did. some shitty she would never be able to get. Probably a Bugatti. Yeah, well, I think a Bentley, Ferrari. Bentley and two Ferraris. I think right. it was. But it's like, okay, is that prostitution? What is yeah. that? How does that work? Yeah, no, it's, it's prostitution. prostitution. Is it? Totally. What, how do you know? I mean, maybe she really did love him. Oh, come on. Maybe she loved him because he bought her all that stuff. Is that prostitution? That's a, that's a. I don't know if that is. It's prostitution. I don't know if that is, man. I don't know if that is. You know what else is prostitution? What? Or it's pimping. Like when a successful family, right, like has a daughter. And they tell her, they send her to school, they educate her, and tell her she has to marry a lawyer or somebody successful. Mm. That's prostitution. It is in a way, but it's better that than not educating your daughter about the dangers of marrying a bitch. About the, the dangers of marrying a bitch, <laughs> yeah. like a male bitch, a male bitch, a male bitch, right. like some dude who can't pay his rent. Right, He's right. always like, you know, can I just borrow a couple hundred bucks? Never gets his shit together. Never gets a steady job, mm-hmm. and it's always other people's fault. And he's always, right. you know, if you get a d- lawyer. Most likely, he's not going to be that. At least he right. figured out his way through law school. Mm-hmm. He got a degree. Did the tough stuff. You get a doctor. The guy's a right. smart guy. You know, get a guy who's got a, a respectful position in this community. It's, it's like escort streetwalker. I'd rather be an escort if I was a chick. Yeah. Well, it's like girls don't, we don't require that same shit of you. Like, like we don't require women to be anything other than nice. Like would you, would you get bummed out if you were dating a girl and you found out that she, she was a, uh, uh, like a, a greeter at a restaurant? No. And, that's, <laughs> and I'm single. So that's who I normally date. Like somebody, I'm not making a ton of money by any chance, but most of the women I date, I make more money than them, and it never matters to me. Right, of so course. It's, so, so it's going to be a waitress or a greeter right. or just, you know, so you know. It's a weird thing, man, where people people don't like the the changing of the traditional relationships. The woman makes more money, and the woman has more power than the man has. Mm-hmm. So when when the, that is unbalanced, it's a it makes for a weird dynamic. Some right. people can pull it off. But a lot of people can't. And most people can't, yeah. Most people can't. They don't want to admit that. You know, like I, I've, I've seen some people that are pulling it off. And I, I have a friend. He, he, yeah. he only works a little bit. And his wife works a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's at home with the kids most of the time. But they're very happy and it does work. Right. So you can't say it never works. But for the most part, the dudes fall apart. And it's usually, for the most part, the woman gets tired of the dudes not making any money. Yeah, that yeah, happens yeah. too. Let's be honest, though. It depends which restaurant your your girl is a greeter at. Because if it's like Hooters, it's like, oh, God, she's not even hot enough to be a Hooters waitress. Maybe she didn't want to be a waitress. <laughs> Maybe she's hotter. She's like, I'm too hot to be walking around carrying drinks. Yeah. I need to just be right here. <laughs> With my weird fucking tan 
skinned nylons. Tank Are they like yoga nylon. nylons, yoga pants, like tan it. yoga pants? Those things still turn me on, though. Like when a girl has a, like a pair she stole from work, you know. A pair she stole. From <laughs> All work. I think of, and this is not a negative thing, but it's a little weird, is when I see those. I think sweaty feet. <laughs> yeah. Like those girls have some sweaty feet. They have to. What, in, in what? On. In yoga pants? Not in yoga pants, but in those oh, Hooters, those, those, Hooters wardrobes. Oh. Those were, girls have got some sweaty feet. No, no way they don't. That's you, have, you have plastic on your feet. You're walking around all heated up. You know, that's just, it's, we figured it out a long time ago. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to wear like organic fibers, like cotton and shit. Otherwise, your feet stink. And they weird out, you fucking dummy. They got athletes. <laughs> athletes hooters feet. Yeah, they should be wearing wool. Wool is what's really good for your feet if you sweat a lot. <laughs> this whole Donald Sterling thing that has come to, like, I think one thing, I thought of a great idea for a company if you want to invest, yeah. Oh, I guarantee I don't want to invest in your company. <laughs> I think it's gonna, I think it's going to blow up. Is selling these things, the what she's been wearing around those like Tron, uh, like Daft Punk uh, <laughs> Is that visors. What she wears? Yeah, yeah, it's a Daft Punk like wow. uh, visor thing. And I guess ever since this whole case, visor companies are saying that they've been selling like ridiculous amounts of of these visors, and it seems like that's going to be the next popular thing. That's a good move, <laughs> man. Visors are a good move. <laughs> yeah, because it covers your whole face. Let's start. We have to do this right now, though. Like today, we got to call these. That's people. not a bad move, dude. <laughs> visors. <laughs> Let's do it. Have a little logo right. But here people would front. like wear visors, pretending that the paparazzi's after them. That would be like the new thing, like to to fake like you need a visor. You know, like you show up at a girl's house, you're wearing a visor. She's like, bitch, you don't need a visor. <laughs> you're like, no, you don't know. My last Comedy Central special just blew the fuck up. Apparently man. you're not in the know. I need a, I need a visor. You, you, know, you know what's going to happen? These are going to become popular, and then they're going to turn the Google Glass type shit into this. So mm. this is going to be like a full like 17-inch lap screen in your face. You That's just actually, gave them a dope idea. That actually is a great idea. Yeah. And then more Star Wars. That is a great, that idea is fantastic. Having one of those as a visor, one of those. Yep. You just see that new thing that they were, uh, Samsung was, uh, they were showing some new screen that they have that's a flexible screen. It could roll like a, yeah. a parchment. And it actually, uh, the, the image goes around the edge, like mm. all the way around the side. Like, say, if it's that fat, you see part of the image on that side as well, like all the way up into yeah. the top. They could have that on that. Totally. That's exactly the perfect thing for it. Well, you know, Crash at the Float Lab. Um, he devised a special type of screen. It is pretty fascinating stuff. The Float Lab is um, a sensory deprivation tank place in Venice. Okay. So the, and the guy who runs it is this, this super genius, crazy dude, who's just obsessed with making the very best tanks. Uh -huh. So this guy figured out how to make a, a screen that, when you know you know what a whole float tank is, the whole thing about sitting in the salt water? Do you know it all? You have one of those, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you understand it? Yeah, you know a little bit. Yeah, Michael Jackson had one. No, no, <laughs> no. It's not the same thing. And that was for his monkey. No, it's not the same no, thing. No, no, no. And that no. was for his monkey. He had a hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> hyperbaric chamber. Which is really good for healing. Like, athletes use hyperbaric chambers. Oh, okay. It's like you, you break a, a bone or something like that. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it cuts down on the, the healing time and helps heal oh. injuries. Um, Uriah Faber used one when he was, he got his leg fucked up in one of his fights, real bad bruising on his leg, and mm -hmm. he helped heal it up in there. Um, but that wasn't it. What's uh, yours for? It's a, it's a sensory deprivation tank. You float in it, mm -hmm. and you, you don't feel the water because it's the same temperature as your body, and it's a thousand pounds of salt in the water. So you, oh, you, know, like, you uh, lie down, you just float. It's like the Dead Sea. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's great. You like you trip out in there. You have these weird imagery, visual things. You don't see anything. You don't hear anything. So as you get more relaxed when you're in the tank, you start uh -huh. to have these weird 
hallucinations, self-examination. Do you take anything shit. before you go in there? Some occasionally, same okay. occasionally. Um, but that's uh, why did I bring that up? Oh, that's not the, the sensory deprivation tank. He he came up with a screen to, that hovers just mm. inches in front of your face, and it's such a low amount of light that's emitted by the screen that you don't see the actual screen itself. You just see the image. Mm -hmm. So because the tank is so dark. There's no light in there at all. You pull the lid shut, thump, and it's yeah. complete darkness. You open your eyes, you close your eyes, it looks exactly the same to you. This screen, which is hovering in front of you, you absorb only the image. So it's like the image is floating in the sky above your face. And you can watch things like documentaries or like like a like a how-to thing, like a golf instructional or something like that. Yeah, and because you're floating, you're you have way less distractions you have way more resources your mind has more resources to apply to learning something it's like if you were trying to learn something really intense like it was hard but some people were arguing right, right. next to you you'd have to get the fuck away from them because you wouldn't be able to pay attention to whatever you're reading well the idea is that just your whole body just sitting down just your ass touching this chair is all information that you are getting to deal with in your brain. Right. You have to constantly manage it. You're constantly so your resources are spent managing distance and touching things and you know how your body feels and what you ate today and all that jazz. Well, when you're in the tank there's nothing. Nothing. If as long as you go to the bathroom before you go in there, once you relax and float, uh -huh. you're just floating. How long, how long are you staying in there for? The minimum I go in there is usually an hour. The most mm -hmm. I go in there is like two hours. I've done longer, but I think two hours is the right amount. Pruny. You, you don't get, get pruny? No, no, because it's salt. Yeah, you don't get pruny at all. It's weird. It's totally different. I got to get one of those at the crib. Get one at the crib. But this, uh, I got to get a crib first, but <laughs> soon as I do. But this light <laughs> floating above your head makes me think that that's exactly what could these things could be like. Like, you could just lie back and watch a movie. Like, fuck having a big, giant screen. Yeah, you lie back, and the movie's like Oculus Rift style, like completely enveloping your face. Yeah, and you could get, like, text notifications on the side. And it's so big, it would be like an IMAX screen. And it's lightweight, too, because it, you could probably pr make it pretty lightweight and just have it on the, the little band. Imagine if they did that, and they found out that it enhances your vision. Because yeah. you're constantly looking at these things right in front of you and your, your vision becomes superpowered. Or you just zoom in on your hand, like pinch the zoom on your hand and you actually can folk, like zoom your own vision oh, in, like have a camera in the yeah. front. So it's like actually recording like Google Glass, everything and just adding to it. So then you could like zoom in your own vision. Well, if that's going to be the case, then your interface, like what you're going to be able to do, you're going to be able to do it like Minority yeah. Report style in the air. Right. In front of your lens, absolutely, and because it's your hand, like you're, you're, you'll you'll be able to recognize your hand the same way like your fingerprints get recognized by an iPhone, right? That kind of same shit. I I bet you'll be able to just start, you know, pinching reality in front of you. And since everyone's going to be having these on all the time, well, one, the paparazzi's never going to take your photo, but also your face is going to be like the next tit because you never see the face anymore. So when a girl takes off her off her mask, you're like, oh my god, I want to fuck that. Dude, you need to stop talking today. <laughs> Just stop talking today. You're not even thinking before you're saying shit. Those things like he was on, so he was dumb. onto something. Well, no, you know, like so you, cover, dumb. you cover like you know oh something God. up. It's not that. It's just. The way you say it, it hurts people's brains. It always leads to pussy. <laughs> Blowjob's gonna go up. It's not. Okay. It's just retarded. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous. I think it's possible that we could have a use for that thing, though. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense. That you would be able to use it as a, a big giant screen, and just pull things in front of you. 
Like you say, you could like be looking at something in the distance. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see fire. What is that? Zoom in on it and press Google. And it'll fucking get a direct coordination of where you are, how far away that is, and what that is. They already have range finders. They have these things that are these laser range finders, so you can point it at something, and it'll oh, tell okay. you exactly how far it is to the foot, which is bananas. It's crazy. It's 21 yards. Like, what? Like, you could tell exactly how far that thing is. So if that's the case, they're going to be able to incorporate that sort of technology with mm-hmm. GPS technology. It's going to real, realize where you are, where it picks up your signal, realize the range at which you're looking at something, factor it in, zoom in on that location. Oh, that fire is coming from the city of blah, blah, blah. And they had an explosion at a factory. You'll be able to watch the Google News. Beep. You press a button in front of your face, and it'll play you a video that's the news of all the things that are happening in front of you. This makes me wonder, where the fuck have I been? <laughs> <laughs> Am I in this world? It's coming, this man. shit is going on. You got rangefinders? Oh, that's, oh yeah. Rangefinders are uh, important for how, hunting. How do I, Oh, okay. Especially archery. When they, uh, like, you have to figure out where the thing is, like mm-hmm. how far away it is. Because your arrow, like a bullet shoots straight as an arrow for like 100 yards. Mm-hmm. But an arrow has more of a dip to it. Right. An arrow doesn't, doesn't have as much power as a gun, obviously. So, like, you have to calculate how far the arrow, like, dips right. to figure out where it's going to land. And here's a trick question. It sounds crazy, but if you take a gun in one hand and a bullet in the other hand, and you pull the trigger at the same time, exactly as you drop the bullet. Which one hits the ground first? The shot, the one from the gun. It's a trick question. They hit exactly the same time what? because gravity is the same for both the bullet and for uh, the bullet that you drop. Because the bullet is going to go straight for a, lo- a long time, but it's going to still drop. Mm-hmm. It's still going to drop. Whereas the bullet that you're holding is going to drop right in front of you. It's gonna, you're going to hold it, you're going to let it go, it'll drop right there. This bullet is going to go like seven miles and then drop in the same amount of time. That's the difference. The difference is not the amount of time that it takes. It's not that. The ta- amount of time that it takes for the bullet to hit the ground is exactly the same. It's just the distance that the bullet that you shoot will go will be the difference. Isn't that crazy? Unless you shoot straight up in the air. Why are you making a face, dummy? You use calculations. Yeah, if you shoot straight up in the air. It wasn't me. That's a cheat. That's a cheat. That wasn't my face. You have to be parallel. (laughs) (laughs) He's making it. It only makes sense. Yeah, if, if it's parallel, right? Like yeah, you can't it's just parallel. Up in the exactly, air. exactly. That, that is the look of skepticism right there. Well, it makes sense if you stop and think about it. I mean, think the, the gra- it doesn't defy gravity. It just defies gravity while it flies straight. I mean, it's just it's flying straight. So there's some d- defiance of gravity there. But the amount of time that it flies straight is exactly the same as the amount of time if you just drop a bullet. Jamie, you know there's no microphone on you, silly bitch. <laughs> the bullet you're shooting has force. Exactly. The dropping doesn't, though. Yeah, but it's still, it's going to drop in the same amount of time, as long as, it's, as long as it's going straight. Yeah, the only thing I was thinking is that there is an explosion, so the, ex- so the explosion doesn't, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, it doesn't, you would it, think, it, it right? It doesn't drop the same time. They did it on this show, Radio Lab. They're explaining it. And apparently... It, it's it's a trick question. They're still using radios. No, no, no. Dude, Radio Lab is awesome. <laughs> I think it's probably there's probably a website that you can co- Okay, let's if you drop a bullet, drop a bullet or shoot a bullet, which one hits the ground first? It makes sense if you think about it though, right? 
I see what you're saying, but but if it's being pushed out, it seems like the drop wouldn't happen at the same time as the bullet that well, just Myth, dropped. Well, Mythbusters did a thing on it. Is, did anyone ever find out if that Mythbusters photo of that dude naked was that real or fake? I don't know what you're talking about. The, yeah. the bald guy or that the, the crazy mustache. There's like a picture of him like naked that was really popular like five years ago. Like it's he, probably true. Well, he's getting fucked in the butt or something. Well, that's not nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, come on, man. What's Do you still work on the Boondock scene? Nah, nah. I only did the first season. It's such a good show. Do you still watch it? Do you like it? Uh, it wasn't on. It just started coming back on, and uh, I don't have a TV right now. Yeah. <laughs> or cable to watch it, so no. Nah. What are you gonna do about all that? Have you even thought about it yet? I'd have to like move back into my house that I just moved out of. That would be the craziest. My neighbors would be looking at me like, "What the fuck is wrong with this guy?" Is all your stuff in storage right now? Or yeah, some of it. Well, in you could just take a blanket and a pillow and a laptop. Okay, the other the other uh, factor apparently is the I'm curve of the earth. Curve of the earth. Yeah, it seems that this is what they're saying though. It seems that they're saying that they land at the same time. And it might even be that the bullet that you drop lands quicker, or the uh, the bullet that you shoot lands quicker. Did you ask Siri? No, <laughs> ask Siri. See what she says. Who? She'll just Google it for you. She won't. She won't really answer. Siri, something like which that. will fall first, a gun shot, bullet, or bullet drop from hand? This is what Siri's going to say. Oh my God, you're retarded. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? Checking. Okay, I found this on the web. Uh, it says... Oh, okay. If you shoot a bullet fast enough in the horizontal direction, you can get it to orbit around the Earth. It, yeah, this is... this. They will hit the ground at the same time, is what Siri told me. Insane. Yeah, that's what they're saying. It'd have to be some insane kind of gun. You can conceivably shoot something that's so powerful you can get a bullet in orbit if you shoot at the horizon. If you ignore air resistance, I guess maybe, or or defeat it just with sheer force <laughs> and aiming in the right direction. But because of the curvature of the Earth, see, it, I guess it just makes sense that the bullet would hit the ground. Like, it really is just dropping. Like, that is the whole idea of gravity in the first place, is that the spin is what's causing everything to pull down. So the spin would have to be factored in, like, when the bullet drops and the Earth is spinning. Because spin, we're spinning 1,000 miles an hour. You know, and it's this weird curvature to things. The whole idea just freaks me out that we're floating. You know, just the fact that this planet is just afloat in the universe. <laughs> in the middle of some space. Yeah, it's a freak out. It's a freak out that you don't like to engage in because it's too. And we just accept it. Yeah, it's, and ignore it's it. so bananas that you're forced to watch reality shows just to <laughs> cleanse your palate of any <laughs> weirdness. I guess it would be like if you were jumping from like two buildings, like two buildings exactly the same. If you were to just jump or fall straight from one building, you would fall. But if you were to jump up, Why that would are be you cheating. Even saying because a bullet doesn't go up. So, but if you were somehow just, just, yeah, you can't do it. Never mind. <laughs> do you know just what you're saying? Like, think like, these things through. <laughs> the people are listening to this. <laughs> There's people on the other end, and they have a life. Like they jump- have a mind of their own, and they don't want your their thoughts bouncing around inside their fucking head. Like if you were jumping from building to building, you'd be going up. Like yes. you'd be like shooting a gun up. Instead. Exactly. So yeah. yes, yes, that's and a good bold- way of describing. And shooting it. shooting a gun straight, mm-hmm. you'd still be falling. 
the same way. Yeah. You, yeah, it's weird. Especially with the curvature of the Earth. Uh, apparently, that's what it is. It's going really fast, really far, really quickly, but it still falls the exact amount of time. When, when does, it's fucking nuts. When does the bullet that you shoot start falling? When it gets to its distance? Well, and see, then, it's or, going straight, but it's going super fucking fast, mm-hmm. and the Earth is curved. So, apparently, it drops like exactly like as if you were dropping the bullet. So if you drop the bullet or you shot the bullet, this one's going really far, but at the same distance, mm-hmm. or the same amount of time, rather, they both hit the ground. It seems like a mind fucking a half, but if you've ever shot a bullet, you realize how quickly it hits the ground. They hit the ground really quick. Like, you shoot a bullet, and then they just, they're on the ground. Like, things go flying. I mean... We don't think about it right. because we assume that it just keeps going for a long, long time. Plus oh, my, about an hour or so. Plus my bullets are usually hitting something, so <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't even think about you know. They just fired the them off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you figure they're gone. <laughs> yeah. That thing's probably still flying. Right there, you know. Yeah, meanwhile it's not. Meanwhile it's already on the ground, like just as quickly as if you drop How it. How about you drop a bullet and the bullet that you fire into somebody hits the ground at the same time. The body <laughs> of the person you shot hits the ground at the same time as the bullet you dropped, no? Mm, I don't think that's related. <laughs> okay, just checking. That wouldn't be related. All right. That's a different experience. <laughs> that the whole the gra- gravity itself is a real, real mind fuck. And the idea that somehow or another it applies to these planets and it has something to do with mass and has something to do with the spin and that these things can even be applied to some asteroids. Some asteroids have gravity. There's asteroids that are so big they have gravity. And then there's there's things that, there's a whole belt of shit that somehow or another tied together and all floating around. And sometimes this causes them to have bands around planets where you just look out and you can actually see it with a telescope and all that shit is just rocks spinning around outside a giant gas giant bubble planet fucking thing. Like, Whoa, the whole idea of planets and solar systems is just too much, man. It's too much to wrap your head around. Anything that we think is significant. Everything you just said makes me think, what the fuck are we doing every day? <laughs> like, all this shit is going on. We just, we just take all that shit Paying student loans. Yeah, paying student loans. <laughs> Fighting traffic. Trying to get the new iPhone. Fuck yeah. all this space shit. Yeah, I need a bigger screen. This yeah. is bullshit. Damn. Yeah, everyone's fighting traffic, and meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. we're spinning in space. <laughs> this this lady was telling me today about the rents in Santa Monica, just about how brutal it is. She mm. couldn't get a place in Santa Monica. She was, she was driving from work all the way to uh, Hollywood where she can afford a place. That Just the idea of being stuck an hour and 45 minutes just trying to get to your house, which is less than 10 miles away, that's so crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. Jesus. It's insane. A lot of stuff in L.A. is not that far, but it does take a monumental amount of time to get there. The fact that this is all going on while we're in space. <laughs> the great beyond. I mean, it's one of the most ironic things ever is that we're running out of space while we're flying through infinity. And nobody cares. I mean, that is what real estate prices going up is. <laughs> You're running out of space. So the space becomes very valuable. That's why it's really valuable to have a home on the beach. There's not much. It's a very finite amount of space. You want a house right by the beach? Listen, buddy, you got to pay, 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 hey, pay, pay. Yeah, you, you want a front seat to the tsunami? Yeah. You got to pay. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite ironic, isn't it, that at the same time, 
we're running out of space while we're flying through infinity. That is, that is one of the most ironic things about the human race. That's a clear sign of how crazy we are. I get it. There's certain places that have more resources. I get it. There's certain places that have better climates. I get it. California's a good place. Figure, people figured it out. It's a good spot to stop. Not a lot of rain. It's sunny as shit. People look good. They wear very little clothes because it's hot all the time. It's a good place to get your free con. Bam, I'm staying. <laughs> you know, fuck, fuck the rent. Fuck the commute. And they, yeah, they charge you for it. Yep. You gotta pay for it. Yeah. This is so ironic. That all this is going on to distract the shit out of us while we're hurling through infinity and we have no idea what this is all about. I will never beat up a nerd again. (laughs) 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 They're important. They're important and they're into interesting stuff. They're going to do the hard work, man. You're not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. it. He ain't going to do it. (laughs) Who the fuck's going to do it? Without without someone out there doing the hard work, we're doomed. (laughs) Then we're believing in fire gods and sacrificing people. (laughs) Fucking snakes with feathers. This lady, this lady did my uh, astrology chart the other day. Oh, shit. That's uh, what they're calling it these days? <laughs> well, here's the crazy. So I was going to get a studio apartment in Hollywood. So the lady doesn't do a credit check. She does your charts. That's your credit check. So then she was telling me my get the fuck out of my, here. I There's swear no to God. way I'm giving I that lady a nickel. I would. I would. <laughs> it was, I can't, a, it was I can't a good price here. apartment. I should have taken it in retrospect. Yeah, I can't live here. You're too crazy. So what happened when she did your charts? It's, it's like the first time I like I've never been to a psychic or no shit like that. So and then she wanted to know my time. I gave her my date of birth, but she wanted to know the time. I was like, I don't know the time when I was born. So I kind of, she just kind of, there's a, there's maybe three types of times and she just gave me one. And there were some things, she was like talking about your Jupiter is lined up with Uranus and <laughs> this is a good time. And it sounds funny, but that's exactly what she said. But then she was, there were some things she was kind of accurate about. She says, you had a, you got a job in so-and-so that paid decent amount of money, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, okay. She she was in the. It wasn't far off. Yeah, but they just ask you questions and they they start fucking figuring your personality out and then they plot and think about oh this card means this is the Joker. So you might be a comedian. Come on, man. I mean, it's all nonsense. All of it's nonsense. It's nonsense. She could have Googled it. There's something. There is that's something. A, that's the thing about psychic. <laughs> right, right. There's, well, there's something Google. to uh, astrology. Don't get me wrong. Right. Don't, no, nobody get me wrong. I think there is something to it. I think they've been doing it for a long, long, long fucking time for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's probably some sort of an effect that the gravity of other planets and the way it aligns has on a person. Some sort of an effect. That's, I don't know how much of it is real, though. The idea that they could tell your future. A, that's that's the thing that was blowing my mind, that she could say, she could chart chart me as an individual. I was like, I don't know if it's a feeling like, I don't think I'm that important enough where you could like put my date and the time and then check when the moon hit when yeah, I was born. Yeah, but she didn't even, the problem I'm having with it, the big problem is, she doesn't even know when you were born. She that's knows supposed to ma- Yeah, but that's supposed to make a big difference, is the the time in which you're born. And it's I didn't, all of it. I didn't care enough to like, go get it for her, like I could have asked my mother. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I was skeptical, but she was, you know, she was, 
She had a few things, right? I don't know how much of it was just an experience of good guessing or, you know. Most of it's that, dude. You ever talk, hear Pendulette talk about that, how they do those things? Nah. He's pretty enlightening when it comes to uh, all sorts of scams and confidence games and how mm-hmm. they can make, get you to believe that, you know, that you're uh, not revealing anything, but they're leading mm-hmm. you in certain ways. And for the average person, they're pretty effective. There's a bunch of effective techniques. Where they, I see you're, there's a woman in your past. There's uh, my grandmother. It's... She, I'm not sure how old she was. Well, my grandmother died when she was 50. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's something something she didn't get to do. Well, she always wanted to be a dancer. This is amazing. <laughs> so she did. This is amazing. <laughs> they just fucking they just start they just doing that you. and leading you and you talk along with them. And I'm I'm I can't help me out. There's an R? Is there an R somewhere? Oh my god, her name was Regina. That's amazing. They start doing shit like that. And it's just People find a reason for that R. Um, DiRigigio, <laughs> yes, that's it. People find a reason for that R. They find a place for it. They just look for a place for it. You know what you that's know? like? That's like, a, so there was this detective. He, he quit the force, but he realized he put this chick in jail based on interrogating her years ago. Like when he went back and listened to the tapes, like there was a, I think it was a robbery and uh, or maybe a murder. But he interviewed her and interrogated her for a long time, and then she kind of confessed to it at the end, but she admitted some stuff or gave him evidence along the lines. Like, they were like, you had Chinese food, right? And she's like, yeah, I had Chinese food. And then she told him, he, but he didn't know or realize that he showed her the receipt. So when she mentioned eating orange chicken or whatever was on the receipt, he thought, Okay, I got her. She is involved in this. Like, and there was just a lot of stuff where, over the course of hours of interrogation, the cop gives you a lot of stuff, and it becomes your fact, and you start saying it back. Right. And then, you think you got her, but you gave them all this info. I'll go you one crazier. Mm-hmm. They actually used that in India to convict a woman of murder based on the results of a brain scan. What? Yep. It's called fMRI, and fMRI is a functional magnetic imagery, <laughs> whatever an MRI is. But the idea is that they can detect certain aspects of your mind or certain aspects of your thinking, and one of them is knowledge of a subject. So say if they showed you a photo of the crime scene mm-hmm. and you reacted in a certain way, that certain way would indicate knowledge of a crime scene. But here's the problem. We don't know if that knowledge of the crime scene was put into your head during an interrogation. Right. It was put in your head during the, um, the media, right. discussing, finding out. Like, if you're being charged with murder, let's say murder, mm-hmm. you're going to fucking read everything. Like, holy shit, if you're innocent, let's, right. let's pretend. I mean, for the sake of, let's, this is a totally new scenario, ladies and gentlemen. Forget about this case in India. I have no attachment to it. I don't know the actual whether someone was guilty or not guilty. I don't know. I just know that fMRI was used to come up with a conviction. If you were not guilty, but they thought you were, mm-hmm. they're going to talk to you right. for a long fuck, and you're going to be like, "What is this place?" <laughs> like it happened in a kitchen. What fucking kitchen? Right. They'll show you a picture. Have you ever seen this kitchen? You're like, "I have fucking never seen that kitchen." And then later, they give you the fMRI and they ask you about the kitchen. Oh, he has knowledge of the kitchen. Right. 
it's, it is possible that, so this is not an exact science. It is possible that you can somehow or another give someone a memory and they can accept it as their own. You can actually read it on a, on a machine. And that's what happens in law, whether they use the, the, the what's, what's the name of the machine? FMRI. FMRI. I'm just shocked that India even has that te- <laughs> technology. Like, this, the place that has water doesn't have water, running water in most places. Well, India has, has a lot of fucking people, man. There's yeah. a lot of fucking people in India. And they're wasting time on uh, convincing somebody with, a, like, a mind scan. <laughs> India has a lot of high-level technology, too, man. Yeah. Why do you think when you uh, make tech calls, you yeah. go to fucking India? You know, there's a lot of people over there. It's just it's a completely different sort of an environment, having a billion people on your planet. And they have nukes. Yeah. Yeah, they but... They got to defend themselves against Pakistan. <laughs> they do. They, Both they of got them. that they beef. Fucking, they hate each other, and they're right there yeah. looking at each other. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Waiting for one old dude. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> As that, they're going that, out. I think that's fucked up that they... Uh, so she she's in jail or whatever their version of prison is. Allegedly. I mean, who knows? I mean, she might have been a murderer. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just know that the idea of being able to read functional memory, my, I'm completely ignorant about the science behind it. So when I talked to people that were scientists, they said it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. It's not. It's minority reportish. Yeah. Well, not only that, it's not ready. Right. They're like, this is not indicative. It's like, one thing, if you, say if I could read mm-hmm. your mind and you could say, uh, Ian, will you show me your bathroom, please? And you could show me an image of your bathroom. I can actually see it. I go, right. okay. And until it's like quantified like that, right. you looking at someone's brain, they have functional knowledge of a bathroom. He's a fucking murderer. Oh. Yeah, like we got him. Yeah. Like that's the new swearing on the Bible. Yeah. And, and it's as, as if swearing on the Bible isn't shaky enough. Exactly. <laughs> let's let's make this thing shaky. Let's uh let's use a brain scan. That's so true. That, with no, 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 no factual basis for it. Well, memories, Proven. memories, real weird, man. They they've been able to introduce memories in mice now. They've been able to d- introduce artificial memories. Oh yeah, yeah. They've been doing it in humans for hundreds of years. Probably <laughs> right. Yeah, most right. of the girls Manchurian candidate type <laughs> shit. Most of the girls updated try to insert yeah. artificial memory. Exactly. <laughs> Remember the time? Ah! <laughs> Inside. Oh, those right, are hilarious. It's called lying. <laughs> lying. Yeah. It's called lying and pimp game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sometimes people will fucking put things in your head, and you're pretty sure they're right. Yeah. Like, like I don't, damn. I know, I don't remember anything. Like sometimes people say, "Remember the time we did this, and me, you, and so and so." And I say, "Oh shit!" Like we, like that's happening so much to me now. Like I know my memory is unreliable. That's what the point I'm at. That's hilarious. Like I, I don't know mine is too. Shit. Everybody's memory is unreliable. People they morph their memories to make them more convenient for their vo- knowledge of the past. Right. Whether it's as them as a victim, or as them as the winner, mm-hmm. or as them as the, the you know oh I didn't get my fair shake. You know there was some behind the scenes shenanigans. Meanwhile, <laughs> no, it's you're a fucking idiot. So you know? regular memory isn't yeah. reliable. It's terrible. But they're gonna use this machine. Yeah, exactly. They're not ready yet. But one day they will. One day we'll be able to access each other's brains. Just like you, we send each other photos. Like if you were somewhere cool and you sent me a photo, I'd get it on mm-hmm. my phone. We're gonna, you're going to be able to see my, my – I'm going to be able to you know, put public – so uh, I want to make my, uh, my eyesight public because I'm at Yellowstone. You know, and you go public oh. with your, your vision and you show everybody else. And you can put it up on a database where people draw from. That will be like the first step. People will share their experiences. A few people sneak in porn or them jerking <laughs> off. 
but for Brian. the most part, people <laughs> people are gonna share experiences, and then it'll just go to, uh, "Hey, I'm Carl. I'm always on. Mm-hmm. This, is, man, this motherfucker's always on, twenty four seven. You can watch him shit. You can watch him jerk off. You can watch him have sex. And people just start. They don't even live their life. Can't wait to get home and be Carl. <laughs> Can't wait to Carl's go. out there just doing ecstasy and banging <laughs> bitches, driving the fast lane. <laughs> He's a fucking animal. If Carl's channel became public. Everybody would want to just be inside his Carl's eye, head. His eye channel. Yeah, you could be the hottest selling uh, Yeah, and people would start movie. complaining. They would say, look, man, nobody is living a real life anymore. Everybody is living other people's lives. You just came up with a great concept yeah. for a movie. You know that, right? Yeah, because it's your right life there. is boring as fuck, but you could just be Carl. Be Carl. Carl is out there balling. Mm-hmm. And if, Paul gets, <laughs> if Carl gets shot, mm-hmm. boom, you, you just go back to regular life. That's the risk. Because then you'd have to find a new channel to subscribe to. Right. You know, Carl's dead. You your guys got to follow Eddie. Your favorite TV show's dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's follow Eddie, Carl's best friend. That yeah. would be a new art form. The new art form would be living your life in a spectacular manner to which some people would want to actually give up being a real person so they could be you and experience it directly. And you will become a, a million people. They see through you. We're not exactly sure whether or not they influence Carl. We think that Carl is acting independently, but it is possible, if you think about it, that all those minds linked up together could form one unique and universal direction in which Carl might want to go. Well, that's kind of like Instagram right now. That's yep. bananas. But you're talking about the I'm next taking it level. to the next level, yeah. son. Because if Carl realizes he gets a lot of views mm-hmm. when he's doing he's going threesomes, crazy. Yeah. Then he's going to do more threesomes. Of course. And if he gets a lot of views when he realizes that he's on a plane or in a jacuzzi, or just of he's going to do more of that. Look, when a guy gets recognized for being a big fat guy and mm-hmm. like gets famous for being a fat guy, have you ever seen one of those guys talk to their agents? And the, the agents will tell you, I've seen it happen with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. Don't lose weight, man. If you lose weight, you're going to lose roles. Right. Why is that? Because, because they've, they've locked on to the idea of you as the fat guy. Right. They just decide. They yeah. decide. We're, still, let's just gonna, we're gonna just keep this going. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> you willing to literal sacri- gravy train? People, don't. yeah, they just keep eating so they they'll stay fat and funny. If you told the fat guy, like, hey, dude, people love eating, mm-hmm. and if you just, I just need you to just go fucking crazy. If you just eat a lot, bro, all day, people are gonna just be you. There's a lot of fat people. Mm-hmm. They're skinny in real life, right. but they could live like a fat guy through you, and we can make money. Um, Skechers is in on this. Skechers, Skechers. wants to. Uh, they want to sponsor <laughs> your eating show. I mean, you get some guy who just all day he does. He drinks fucking vodka and he eats subs. It's just meatball subs, chicken parm all day. So people subscribe just so they can experience what it's like to be fucked up, drunk with a chicken, like a chicken parmesan sub, greasy meatballs and sausage and pepper. Shit, they're not allowed to eat anymore in Carl's their actual drunk body. Life. Follow exactly. Carl's drunk life. Follow that. And every now and then, Carl will go to a massage parlor and get jerked off. And like, yeah. But you can't tell your wife about that. Like, Carl's doing some crazy shit. <laughs> What's he doing? He had like three sandwiches. Yeah, well, you, you beat Carl and you don't even tell everybody about Carl getting jerked off. He's eating a sub while he's getting jerked off. The kid's a maniac. That that's, is, I like this that's Carl. Man. That's the next level shit, man. That's what's going to happen. People are saying the kids are wasting their lives, right? You're just wasting their lives sitting there uh, watching TV. You're not even out there doing anything. 
that's just TV. Right. TD, TV is like the smoke signals of entertainment. I mean, it's beautiful for us, but so was a smoke signal when you didn't know where the fuck the camp was. Where is everybody? Right. They said, oh, there's a fuck, I can find them. That's a lifesaver, especially when it's cold out. That shit was a lifesaver. Right. That's what TV is, is the smoke signals of digital entertainment. One day you're going to actually be that. You're going to be in that guy's head. So it's starting already slowly with reality shows and all that stuff, but yeah. man, we're all going to be one. Everybody got Facebook, everybody got Instagram, everybody's on something. Shit's weird. You can, you can, you, you know, you just can't stream it the way you're talking about, but you know, that's coming. That's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be weird as fuck, and it's going to first take place through something like a Google Glass or something like that visor the idea. The visor, the Google visor. You need to jump on that visor idea, son. Dude, we need to, let's do it. Come busy. on, let's get in the visor game with I'm me, bro. I'm not interested. I have... <laughs> I, I have my time sectioned out already. <laughs> I have no time for anything else. It says I have my time. There's no way that would out. make me more happy. It's just not going to make me more happy. We could be the Steve Jobs advisors. Good luck with all that, dude. <laughs> I'm content. I'm 100% content. I have no desire to take on any additional projects. Well, if anyone like wants digital to visors. Do you know how difficult that shit would be to do? What you need to do is contact Google. No, I want to start off with just a regular visor. I think that's what you have to do. You have to like first be, get get your feet into being the the best visor. Mm. You know, having like the the Nike shoe. That would be then, easy, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's an easy investment right now that can turn into no, like no, no. not well, easy enough for me to agree with you. No, no, like <laughs> it's like how much is this visor? If you look at that visor, it's just a piece of plastic. You know, mm-hmm. it's like like all you need to really pay for is like the thing on the top, like the headpiece. Right. So it's like one of those Vegas visors that Hunter S. Thompson used to wear. Yeah, yeah but see. it's just bigger. Yeah, and it's down on your face. Yeah. I could totally see it happening, man. The chick's an innovator. Daft Punk. She's Look smart at Daft shit. Punk. What she should do is take... Uh, she should start this. You should start this with her. I will. That's what you should do. You should find her. She's probably still got some of his yeah, money she's, squirreled away she, somewhere. She's, yeah. I've already looked on the erotic somewhere. review. I can't find some her. Some little fucking hole in the park. <laughs> the brown bag dug two feet under a tree. Yeah, she's got... She didn't... You know. Yeah, she didn't blow all of it. She's she's hiding some of it from his wife. You, you know that when you're 81 years old, if you're fucking a guy that's 81, the shit could end at any moment. They know it. Yeah. They know it. They plan for the future. Yeah. I doubt she didn't have like an ATM card or something. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, she claims she has a job. She's like his personal assistant or something high, a better, a better title than, mm, well, a better title than being peed on. That's what she has. I bet she doesn't have that job anymore. Yeah, I know she. <laughs> in the, in the interview is bananas. She says she just, like Barb Walter said. He just came from seeing Donald Sterling. How is he? And she was talking like, well, Donald's this and Donald's. Uh, he's like a father figure to me, and you know, I'm just trying to help him right now. So I was like, this would be this is so bizarre that if it's true, they're still in contact and kicking it. Like this, there's no other way bananas. an 81 year old guy gets to bang 20 year olds. They have to be crazy. That's the only way yeah. it works. And you yeah. have to deal with everything. Yeah. You're 81 years old. You have to buy her a Bentley, and you have to deal with 100% crazy coming at you on a train all day long. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> drama that's not real. <laughs> drama that's not Black real. eyes on Instagram. You got to deal with all that. It all comes with this crazy bitch. <laughs> you got to just deal with it. It's a part of the game. It's a part of the game. You got to accept it. You got to accept it. But he the didn't other thing, it. in her defense, what I heard, and I, I need to stop doing that, but I'm going to mm-hmm. do it until we Google it, mm-hmm. is that she was, part of her job was to record everything. That yeah, he knew his, they were being recorded. Yeah, it's he's he's recording it. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's he's Because first when I heard the tape, I said, 
how did this bitch, like, she should, like, work for, be the spokesperson for the who she recorded this with. Well, she Come records she it. Did it. Yeah, she so, records it right. for him. And then, says, and then she just took his tape. Or he, she didn't give it to him. Right. Like she might have had it and didn't give it to him. But right. here's the deal. She palmed it. If that's the truth, then that makes it no longer a crime. Right. Because it's only a crime in California if two people uh, record something and one of them doesn't know about right. it. Right. But as long as both of them know about it, in California, it's not a crime. Yeah. No, I heard it was, it's his shit. And I, didn't, I don't know if she's taping it for him, but it, it makes kind of sense. And I want it to make sense <laughs> before we even Google it. And then she palmed it. So she's not as, as she is devious as far as pushing him well, for the questions. But You know the whole, st- it's almost like she got pushed into it because you know the whole story. She's getting sued. By the wife. Yeah. So she's, this was a self-defense move. Yeah, for sure. Because... Like the wife is trying to get all the money back. Like she bought him, or she bought he bought her a mm-hmm. condo and a bunch of other shit. Look at us, we're like little TMZ bitches. <laughs> no, it- no, but there's a there's a social science thing yes. to it. And my thing is like there's a bunch of people here who won't will not accept the rules of the game. Mm-hmm. The wife is trying to sue. Like, listen, wife, you made it to eighty or whatever with this dude, and he's a billionaire. There's no way that a younger chick. In, in the way nature works, is not going to get at your man or your man's going to get. So for you to sue one of his younger chicks, that's against, that's against the laws of the game. Yep. For him not accepting that this young chick would fuck younger dudes, he's in denial himself. And then she, she's just crazy. Well, she's the type of girl that's willing to fuck an 80-year-old billionaire. That's she, what you get. Yeah. You don't, you know, either that or you go to another country. Right, and then you can't trust, if you're an 80-year-old billionaire, you can't trust a girl who's willing to fuck you with tapes. Exactly. So there's like a lot of like, it's like three people fucking up. You know what I thought was most bizarre about all of it? Um, Apparently, I was correct in that um, what she, as, Mm -hmm. as far as the most recent story is, that she was supposed to record his saying his conversations because he would say things and then forgot he said them right so he's he's got he's dementia he's right. 81 years old he's old as fuck so he would say crazy things and then she would record him and you know and let him know like what he said right well in this case somehow or another it got leaked how it got leaked is speculation but he knew he was being recorded right that is true so you can't, it's against the law to record anyone. Like, what if they don't say anything and it's just bathroom noises and stuff? It's against the law. Still, even if they don't talk in it. Absolutely. In California. If they don't know about it, it's against the law. You're the, not allowed to record So people. their essence can be, like, like, if you just put a tape recorder down behind a toilet, they don't say a word, they just, you know, and then they leave. That's still against the law, even though they don't say it. It's so just their spirit being in the room. The noises of them um, being recorded, their actual physical presence being marked by the sound of their feet, I think that's probably illegal. Really? Yeah. That's why they used to tape yeah, prank Yeah, criminal. <laughs> so yeah, I have to say to you, it's, it's a really someone weird... sounds guilty as fuck while he's asking that question. It's just a really question. weird question. He's like, it's so specific. If you take a tape and put it behind just the back... Just to say, in Burbank. toilets, in Burbank. Just whatever, whatever. And the girl might happen to be a stripper. Whatever, whatever. I mean, that's, that combination is never going to happen. But if it did... <laughs> and she like, didn't know that you were recording her pooping. Just interesting. Because I, I guess... So recording like... No, no, Brian, that's not interesting. <laughs> Fucking space is interesting. When you talk about that, you clam up. 
<laughs> and you're like, oh, you can't require people pooping? Oh. You means- know what I thought was crazy about the whole thing is that he got a $2.5 million fine. That was a max. Like, that's a weird thing, man. A fine? Like, a $2.5 million fine. Like, I could see saying, like, all right, this guy's a piece of shit. He shouldn't, uh, he shouldn't be able to own a, a, a team in our league just because he's of such weak moral, moral character. Let's get rid of him. The guy's a dickhead. Let's get rid of him. Mm-hmm. But to say you're going you're gonna to fine him for being racist, like, since when is being racist, like, fineable? Well, like, that's crazy. There's an NBA constitution, and under the constitution, that's the most you could find somebody. And I don't for the, for I guess saying something detrimental against the entire league. So, what he said is under that. So it's a two two point five was the max. So that's like yeah, I see. They, it's, it's the top that they're allowed to find. And anything hurting the NBA can be considered. Like they can find him for doing anything because he's just one right. team, but he's hurting yeah. the image of the whole right. entity. The I, I get all that. I just don't get how they think. That they can find someone. It's getting all the other owners sounds, nervous. It sounds so <laughs> crazy to find someone from being racist. The, the, the amount that they agreed on to, like the entire NBA, all the owners, they probably agreed to the amount, and it's an amount that won't affect any of them. Yeah, I bet you're right. That's so, the maximum amount. Uh, Two point yeah. five million. Oh uh, yeah, right, uh, everybody, take everybody's it. good. Right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's, like it's, it's like it's like we spent two five point five just to get to this meeting. Well, to, it'll they'll make two point five in a week. Yeah, just off the interest of all that money. Yeah, that's for folks who don't even know what that means. If you have a billion dollars, you have a thousand million, and a thousand million dollars constantly reining in percentages. Yeah. If you just have some simple mutual funds that generate, you know, X amount of percent per month or X amount of percent off of your savings account. I mean, what is that? If you have a savings account and you got a billion dollars in it. I mean, how much money do you get? I mean, I know most of them don't have liquid assets like that. They keep right. the money in a bunch of different things. They have some liquid, some real estate, they diversify in stocks and bonds and all that other shit. But just the sheer numbers that that money is generating, if you're doing it right, right, should be staggering. They should get a million bucks a month is nothing. Yeah, it I'm, just comes in. I'm shocked that he's just still a billionaire. Yeah. Like, one, he's got 1.9. Yeah. 1.9 billion. Oh, that's all? In 80 years? What the fuck has he been doing? How many bitches has he been giving money to? <laughs> Buying Bentleys and shit. It's ridiculous that the wife can sue. Yeah, I don't think that that suit is gonna stand up. It shouldn't. It shouldn't stand. But it doesn't matter. She has to defend it. Who the girl? Yeah, yeah. She has to defend it. Yeah. You know, it's one thing if you you sue to divorce. You know, you can't like you can't have a twenty year old bitch on the side and give her fucking Ferraris. Get out of my! I'm done with you. You fuck it. I'm suing. That makes sense. But to to sue the girl. Because your husband gave her gifts. And your husband is standing right next to you. That's so ridiculous. How are you going to skip over him and go to this chick? That is one of the, just one of the many reasons why marriage is preposterous. Preposterous. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> the, the idea is so stupid that you, you get linked to someone financially. You lock it in place. And if that person gives someone some shit and you don't like it, that came from my money. Right. No, it didn't. He spent it. But he can't spend money on whatever the fuck he wants to spend it on. <laughs> if he bought a you know, if he bought a house just uh-huh. off some person, he just bought a house. 
would, would you say, you can't fucking buy that house? You can't stop the dude from buying a house. You know, you might win in court and get half of his money, but you can't change what he bought. You can't. He bought it. He bought her a fucking car. He bought her a house. That's that's gone. That's just like that's, that's buying, how I feel. Yeah, that's it's gone. It's just like buying it from someone and uh, you know and, and keeping it for yourself. It's gone. Him and his wife have a really really interesting relationship, just based on what I've seen. Like uh, she one one statement. I don't know the order of the statement. One statement is like she does not condone him, and he's I'm his estranged wife. We're not together. Then within days of that she's seen with him defending him they went came out of a restaurant together and she's like he's not racist and then then i saw something today where she's glad that they took the team from him what so so she's going back and and forth she's going back and forth and she's obviously in his life or acting or getting maybe she's maybe she's just getting paid and maybe she just wants the team to land in a lap or keep it in uh, but it's could be yeah you never fucking know. Yeah. You know, especially an 80-year-old dude who doesn't remember shit. Right. And he's got to get a recording every time he talks. You know how annoying that must be for the wife? Yeah. She's like, look, you stupid motherfucker. This is the week we go to Hawaii. Get your shit together. Let's go. You know, she's probably tired of him. She's probably tired of all his... Not- and then, oh, he's a sweetie. He's not racist. You leave my 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 Robert alone, Donald. It's, it's just bananas. Yeah, he, the poor bastard. He's just an old senile, old racist shithead. Yeah, and a lot of that shit is, just, like you said, dementia and senility. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the only thing, like, when everybody wanted him to get fired, like, when it first, tapes came out, I wasn't down with that. Because I wasn't as offended by the tapes. Because it's like, what a shocker that an 80-year-old guy was racist. But when uh, Adam Silver, is that the NBA commissioner, gave the speech... Like, I was on board with the speech. I went from not caring whether they fired him or not, but when Adam Silver gave the speech and said, banned for life, it was not just the words, but the way he delivered it that made me believe in this guy as a commissioner. Right. And that he wanted to fix some shit and that he was doing it, he was just doing it just for the good of humanity. And that kind of, that kind of made me say, okay, kick him out. But before, I didn't care. Right. I didn't, if you, I don't know if you've seen the speech. I didn't but see it. But I felt something. I just felt something. I was I felt uh, like some honesty and integrity there. Well, that's important, man. Yeah. Look, I mean, especially important if you look. Imagine if you were the guy who was running the NBA right. and you weren't a racist, and you got this racist old dickhead that owns the Clippers, and he says some stupid shit, and you're like, "You dumb motherfucker! Mm-hmm. Do you not understand that eighty percent of this league is black?" Right. And you say stupid shit like that. Like this, is the whole reason why basketball is popular is because the athletes are so fucking good. Do you understand that eighty percent of these athletes are are black? So I mean, just look at the numbers, you stupid mm-hmm. fuck. Like you're ruining everything. And then being a, new, a good human, just being a good human right. being. Do you want your business to be associated? Imagine if you, whatever, you ran a, a chain of comedy clubs, mm-hmm. you know, and you found out that someone in your chain of comedy clubs, mm-hmm. someone who owns one of your chains was racist, was saying racist shit. You'd be like, the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Out, done. I don't want this guy associated with me. Right. You'd boot him out immediately. 
You'd have to feel like that if you were a person of integrity and you were running something like the NBA. But it was it was just like like when so so Donald Sterling makes these tapes. That I can accept as like not surprising because that's what I expect. That's what I mean. That's right. what I expect. But when another rich guy, right, makes the speech that he makes and with the feeling that he makes, mm. that's what I don't expect. Like the 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 honesty and the genuineness that I felt, I didn't expect that. Well, shit, I want to watch it now because I've I've only uh, I heard them making fun of it on Opie and Anthony. Oh, they did. That's hilarious. <laughs> Opie and Anthony. They were crushing it. They were. They said that he looked like Nosferatu, and it looked oh, like he should have he should have risen <laughs> behind stupid. the podium, like popping out of a coffin. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah. What is his whole, What is his name again? I think it's Adam Silver. Silver. Yeah. NBA president. Speech, yeah. Donald Sterling. Like, he just seemed upset. Mm. Like, he really took this personally. It would have been um, it would have been fascinating if they didn't react. It would have been fascinating, like, what kind of a blowback there would be. I think it would be pretty substantial. Yeah, it would have been It would have been, been very substantial. If they didn't do something about it. And it's crazy because, like, the Clippers are, like, heroes now. Everywhere they shell, everybody goes bananas. The Clippers are so corny. They did this... Uh, this protesting before one of the games where they all walked to the middle of the court, wore their sh- things inside out, and then dropped their things on the floor, and then they walked away as if they just changed civil rights. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You ain't do shit. <laughs> like, what What the fuck is that? Like, they will be famous, though, for it. If you stop and think about it, like, this is a, as they big a be. civil rights, this is the biggest civil rights issue as it ever has, has existed Recently, yeah. in modern sports. Yeah. What is it, besides Jimmy the Greek? Jimmy the Greek, I think, got railroaded. He said some facts. <laughs> he said some facts that were very uncomfortable for that, people. They were uncomfortable for people. I, 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 I still, to this day, don't get it. Like, what did he say? They used to breed. Like, yeah, he didn't. Slaves. He didn't say he did it. He said back then they bred uh, big black bucks. Of a conversation that allegedly included Clippers owner. Donald Sterling, the NBA commenced an investigation, which among other things included an interview of Mr. Sterling. That investigation is now complete. The central findings of the investigation are that the man whose voice is heard on the recording and on a second recording from the same, fo- from the same conversation that was released on Sunday is Mr. Sterling and that the hateful opinions voiced by that man are those of Mr. Sterling. The views expressed by Mr. Sterling are deeply offensive and harmful. That they came from an NBA owner only heightens the damage and my personal outrage. Sentiments of this kind are contrary to the principles of inclusion and respect that form the foundation of our diverse, multicultural, and multi-ethnic league. I am personally this guy's boring the piss out of me. <laughs> that the views expressed by Mr. Sterling came from within an institution that has that has historically taken he's nervous such a leadership role yeah. in matters of race relations. He but I like, like that though. And caused current <laughs> and former players. <laughs> Coaches, fans, and partners of the NBA 
to question their very association with the league. We question they do. To them, <laughs> and pioneers of the game, like Earl Lloyd, Chuck oh, Cooper. This, this is what they're mocking. Sweetwater oh. Clifton. Oh, Sweetwater, Sweetwater Clifton. The great Bill Russell. <laughs> and particularly, Magic Johnson, I apologize. I guess they were in the photos. Is that what that was about? Those guys? I think so. Well, Magic Accordingly, was. Yeah. Effective I immediately. I think Bill Russell was too. I am banning Mr. Sterling for life from any association with the Clippers organization or the NBA. Mr. Sterling may not attend any NBA games or practices. He may not be present at any Clippers facility and he may not participate in any business or player personnel decisions involving the team. He will also be barred from attending NBA Board of Governors meetings or participating in any other league activity. I like it. I like that he did it. You know mm -hmm. why I like that he did it? Because right. fuck old dickheads like that. Just, just fuck a dude who thinks like that. Right. Who cares? Get rid of him. Yeah. He's, it's not like he's hurting. It's not like he's yeah, casting yeah. out anyone out in the street. Yeah. You're just saying your league doesn't tolerate racism. You, and even by financially penalizing him $2.5 million, which is a pittance to a, to a wealthy man like that, right. that fucking team is going to be worth an ass load of money. And they're going to sell it, and guess who makes the money? Yeah. Donald fucking Sterling. So by this whole controversy, his team's probably way more right. valuable. Yeah, and he's selling the team at the peak. This is the best his team has ever been. Oprah. The only way, she's not buying it. No? The only, no. The only way that it's not going to work is if people get together and decide, you know what? Fuck this dude. Nobody buy the Clippers. Make him get rid of it. For <laughs> make, him, make him sell it to the lowest bidder and you know, make sure that nobody bids more than $100 for the fucking Clippers. <laughs> Just make sure that he gets it for the highest bidder. But that I people like make an agreement. I can own it then. That I don't know how the players gonna get paid after that. But. Gonna have to figure out a way. Yeah. My retarded idea has got a lot of holes in it. There's <laughs> a lot of holes in it. But if you could, I mean, if you really if wanted to come collude. up with, yeah, if people really wanted to collude and come up with one, is, is that illegal? What happens if we do that? That shit's That's illegal, illegal as hell. Yeah, you can't collude. That's like anti-practice, yeah. right? Or anti-fair? Yeah, anti-something. Something. Yeah, there's probably some collusion. Penalties that you would incur, but if you can get people, all the rich dudes with money, say, you know what, we're not buying the Clipper. This guy's not going to get any money from us. Then the players are fucked. You know what? The only problem with that is it's like property. It's like if somebody buys a house next to you for fifty dollars, then the value of your shit goes down. So then the That's NBA, true. then the other NBA owners are going to be like, nah. They're powerful enough to yeah sell it to a, a charity, and then rich guy buys it from the charity. If someone says like the NBA uh, mm. says like yeah. the, the they want five hundred million dollars for the Lakers, and they go five hundred million dollars. You know the Clippers sold for a hundred bucks. <laughs> Man, you guys are being crazy. <laughs> we don't mind you making a little money, but this is disrespectful. You treat me like I'm an idiot. You don't think yeah. I read the paper? Oh, there was special circumstances. There was special, yeah. There's no special nah. circumstances, bro. If shit you goes down too. Yeah, you don't. They will give you a million. How about a million? How about one million? It's a lot <laughs> and, of money. And, to that. We're giving it. We're giving it away. It's tough to get a million yeah. dollars. And thanks. This is not. You know, we have <laughs> fucking expenses. Okay, <laughs> we got to pay the trainer, and this fucking basketball court needs wax. Yeah, it's a lot of money involved in owning a goddamn team. It's not yeah, like we're just gonna be making money hand over fist. Yeah, they would fuck the whole thing up, man.
This is what Jimmy the Greek said. He said black people are better athletes. <laughs> he said black people are better athletes. Um, I don't know. I think he's right. I think he's right. <laughs> is that right? I think he's right. Of course he's right. He's, he's, he's at least 80% right. <laughs> yeah, this is what he said. This is the quote. The quote is a little... You know, mm-hmm. it's a little sketch. But we're talking about 1988, too, by the way. Right. Jimmy the Greek wouldn't last five minutes yeah, today. Yeah. He would, they would catch him on cell phones saying some <laughs> outrageous <laughs> shit. Uh, you know, a couple of whiskeys in him, eating a hoagie. It says, the black is a better athlete to begin with because he's been that's, bred to be that way. Can we just stop there? At the That's one of the, the black. The, bl- <laughs> the, black, the, the black, black is a problem. <laughs> The black is a. I, I like I like where he's going, but the black is a problem. Yeah, can you imagine if some like Louis Farrakhan guy, the white, <laughs> yeah, the white was uh, referring to people. The white believes he's of a high breed, <laughs> yeah, because he was not bred to be, uh, uh, because of the high thighs and big thighs that goes up into his back, and they could jump higher and run faster because of their bigger thighs. And he's bred to be the better athlete because this goes back all the way to the Civil War when during the slave trade, the slave owner would breed the big black to his big woman so that he could have a big black kid. (laughs) (laughs) So the facts are there. (laughs) But... (laughs) Pretty much what Leslie's thing was. Articulation articulation is... uh, yeah. A little on the crude side. Yeah, on the crude side. Yeah. 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 So apparently he was on the, the network <laughs> um, talking about, uh, you know, giving the inside scoop on gambling. That's what he used to do. Mm-hmm. And he did it uh, for 12 years. And he said that, and that's 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 where they ended it for him. Yeah, it was a wrap. CBS fired him. And no, I don't believe anybody ever hired him after that. Nah. It was, it was tough. He went down... Uh... Yeah, and did he die? Yeah, he eventually died. Yeah, he he died like broken. Like he couldn't associate with people that he used to talk to every day and everything that he loved, the sport. You know, it's taken from him. He died way back in '96 at 77 years of age. That's fucking crazy. It's amazing how one thing, too, man, one thing. Just if you say something like that, you can say some stupid shit. Mm -hmm. But if you say something that people think is a racist. Paula Dean thing, and you get stuck. What? Paula Dean. Paula Dean. Yeah. Well, her, sort of. Everything's gone for her. Nah, not really. She's She'll still doing back. fucking tours and selling books, and that doesn't seem to have affected her as much. She's got some tour that they were just making fun of on some uh, website. <laughs> I mean, she lost like over a hundred sponsors. So it, it, did she? Yeah, in her restaurant, I think it's closed now. <laughs> oh, she had a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. That's where all this happened. Are you sure that it's yeah, closed? It Find is. out. We'll, we'll Google the repercussions suffered by Paula Dean. Um, I wonder if um, it's different today too, because you could go on like a website and and you could sort of like apologize or argue your position or tell, say, you know, like did you see that Jeremy Clarkson thing? No, what's that? Pull up that, um, Brian. Abandon that for a moment and pull up uh, Jeremy Clarkson. Fined for using the N word, or in oh. trouble, in trouble for using the N word. That's the guy in England. Yeah, meaning minor. Mm-hmm. Nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was stupid. Oh, he's an idiot. Well, he, these guys have done this before. I mean, right. I think he's a hilarious guy mm-hmm. sometimes, but they've said some really racist shit. Pull it up. 
I, I'm sure. So he, he got on TV and apologized. He right. made it or on YouTube and he apologized for this thing. Jeremy Clarkson is one of the BBC's best known and well-paid anchors. He fronts Top Gear, which is a popular car program, which last year became the most widely watched factual TV show in the world. Damn. Here in the UK, Clarkson is known for his edgy humor, but this time he may have gone too far. Video of Clarkson apparently using racist language has been leaked to the British media. And in this snippet, you can hear him mumble the N-word. The clip was filmed several years ago and it was never broadcast and Clarkson initially denied using the term at all. But after the video was posted online, he apologised and asked for forgiveness. Please be assured, I did everything in my power to not use that word. And as I'm sitting here begging your forgiveness for the fact that obviously my efforts weren't quite good enough. The BBC has issued a statement saying it made it absolutely clear to him the standards that the BBC expects on air and off. We've left him in no doubt about how seriously we view this. Okay, okay. Here's uh, one interesting thing about the editing of uh, Clarkson's apology, is that what he said was that he, he did it three times. He did three yes, takes. Yes, I saw it. one of the takes, he tried to say, the, uh, and it sounded like that, and he sent a letter to them making sure that the editors didn't put that in, so they didn't. Mm -hmm. That was 2012, so it's just sort of coming out now. But um, I didn't even, I, I always thought it was Tiger. What do you mean? Catch a tiger by the toe. Oh, tiger. I, I never... Oh, so you've seen that before? No, the fucking nursery rhyme. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo. My daughters use it. Yeah. That's how they pick. They get a little cup full of water before they go to bed at night. That's like a little ritual. They like mm -hmm. drinking water before they go to bed. And they want to choose which one they get. So each night, one of them will get to eeny, meeny, miny, mo. So they'll go eeny, meeny, miny, mo. But it's catch a tiger. I've never heard... That's how I always thought it. I never even heard it so I, this way. When, you, when you're saying this, you're talking about like the original, original... Like, this is like a, a Jim Crow slavery nursery rhyme? Well, I don't think it is. I mean, he's using it as one, but I've always heard it as catch a tiger by the toe. And you could add a racist I've always, word I've to always, anything. Yeah, yeah. I've always heard that, but this might go back that far. That's, might, that might knows? be where he actually got it from. It might be because he's in England. You know, in England, if, you, if it does go back all the way to England. I mean, it might have been one of those things like powdered wigs. That got over here. <laughs> got over here. We swapped it around. We're like, let's make it tigers. You shouldn't, you know. <laughs> you know? But he's he's also said a lot of dumb racist shit before. Uh -huh. They were slagging on Mexicans in the worst way ever. Once they were just generally talking about uh, making a Mex. It was about making a Mexican car, mm -hmm. and then and they were joking around about, uh, could you imagine being born a Mexican? You know, what would it be like to be a Mexican? These really bad jokes. Mm -hmm. It was pull that shit up, pull it pull it up. The um, Top Gear Mexican remarks. It was really gross, man, because it was so obvious that they were trying to set up jokes. Right. It was real obvious. Like for as a comic, is it's awkward to watch because it's real <laughs> clunky. And then the payoff is just racist. It's racism. It's fuck. <laughs> just total racism. There wasn't anything good about it. want a Mexican car, because cars reflect national characteristics, don't they? So German cars are sort of very built and ruthlessly yeah. efficient. Italian cars are a bit flamboyant and quick. Mexican cars just going to be a lazy, feckless, flatulent overdose. <laughs> Leaning against a fence asleep, looking at a cactus with oh, a blanket shit. with a hole in the middle on as a coat.
keep it going. <laughs> Damn. Keep it going because it gets crazier. Oh, it's edited. Feckless. So, yeah. Oh, it gets crazier. That's it says it. you got the wrong one. Yeah. Try If you try to find where there that goes go. on from. Here's live leak version. I, I shouldn't have that crap. Uh, I've, I've said some racist shit before, but this is offensive. Yeah. German cars well, to push it, pull it ahead of sir, because we already heard most Italian cars are a bit flamboyant and quick. Mexican sports car is £33,000. That isn't enough. No, I know it, it isn't enough, because that's been, somebody's paid for that to be developed, and it's got to be shipped over. It's, that's 800 quid to the car, there. Oh, well, you say that, though, but they do say in their blurb it's got rack and pinion steering. Wow, it's got steering. <laughs> I'm sorry, but just imagine waking up and remembering you're Mexican. That's what I'm talking about. Wow. It'd be brilliant because you, you could just go straight back to sleep again. Oh, I'm a Mexican. Oh, I'm going to do all day. That's why we're not going to get any complaints about this because the Mexican embassy, the ambassador's going to be sitting there with a remote control like this. <laughs> they won't complain. It's fine. Happy Cinco de Mayo. So, unbelievable. Is today Cinco de Mayo? Yeah. Whoops. So, yeah, this guy. <laughs> my Mexican friends do not tolerate this. Damn, this so he's yeah. been saying racist shit. That yeah, show's been saying racist yeah. shit. I think it's a good show. They say funny shit. Jeremy Clarkson's hilarious, but that, you know, maybe it's just a different attitude over there. Maybe it's a cultural thing. I, I think it's a superiority complex. Yeah. For sure. And uh, just the fact that, I guess, when, when did that episode air? A couple years ago, I and, think. And but no. There was, there was some blowback, but not enough to cancel it. They just said it was the number one show, reality show in the world, essentially. Yeah. Non-scripted show in the world. But it is scripted. It's obviously scripted. Yeah. That was all scripted. All that shit, I mean, like, did they say non-fiction? Is that what they said? Whatever it is, non-fiction, non-scripted. That was so obviously scripted. It was gross. And that whole thing of imagine waking up and remembering you're Mexican... That is a crazy thing to say. That's stone cold. Say that to Oscar De La Hoya. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Say that's that's the most ridiculous thing to say ever. The idea that that would be enough to be a joke, like a setup and a punchline. And the audience was laughing too, so it's like what's I don't even like where Mexican comics make Mexican jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um uh Anthony Bourdain put a uh, Tumblr blog entry recently like mm -hmm. yesterday about mexico about how crazy is it that we love mexican food we love uh their style of clothing we love a lot of their architecture we love all these different things about mexico and mm -hmm. about that come from mexico but we don't love mexico like what is it like that mexico has this negative uh connotation it just goes into like how important their culture has been food wise right, right. how whenever he worked at a restaurant it was always the mexicans that hooked him up and helped him out and mm -hmm. some of the hardest working people he's ever met right. and the most dedicated to to cooking and all these different things and he made this great point like what the fuck is it about us that has this weird prejudice towards mexico and mexican people when so much great shit has come from that culture right. like clearly it's a country that's in turmoil right. financially and in leadership wise and the drug war and all that i mean mm -hmm. there's obviously problems with mexico but to ignore all the amazing shit that they've created and i mean just go all the way back to when you know the aztecs were building these gigantic fucking pyramids here right. these beautiful structures go back to the the mayans all essentially, I mean, all that eventually became the people of Mexico. If you go down to like Chichen Itza, where mm -hmm. the Mayan temple is, 
you still see people that are, they're Mayan, man. Right. I mean, you can call them Mexican if you want, <laughs> but they're like four foot five, mm-hmm. and they have these crazy, like, long, like, like American Indian looking faces. Like, mm-hmm. they look very different. Like, there's some people down, like, in the Yucatan mm-hmm. that they're essentially descendants of the Mayans, man. I mean, that is a part of Mexican culture. And Anthony Bourdain makes a really interesting point that's, about that. That's a that's a dope article. I'm going to stop being racist. Because, <laughs> now, nah, it, it, he's, he's, he's right as far as that article is concerned. It, it's just, you know, I think racism is, like, the, the main ingredient to it is, is uh, insecurity. And just, you know, just in anything, even in comedy or anything, people always find a way to put themselves above above another person. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that involves color and race. And sometimes people with money, you know, there might be somebody else the same color and they have more money and Mm -hmm. they'll find a way to put them down. So there's classism. It's all rooted in, like, insecurity. And it could do a lot of damage. It's just fucked up. It is fucked up. And you know where else you see it? It's a weird place. You see it with famous people. Right. Like, you ever be hanging around with a couple of famous dudes and a more famous person will walk in yeah, and just yeah. trump the famous person? <laughs> like, you ever have to do one of those, like, Fox events where all these, like, actors all get together and they'll, mm-hmm. like, they have, like, a, like, almost like a pecking order. Yeah, yeah. And they'll, they'll sure. treat the other ones like shit because this one's on a TV show. Like, right. These two guys, I watched these two guys argue once, and one of them was uh, an actor who did films, and the other one was an actor who did television. Oh, shit. And the actor who did films was saying, no, 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 you do shit. I do films. Don't say you do what I do. Right. And they were like Damn. looking at each other. Like, he was wow. like saying, you do, you do television, I do films. And they were, they were bitching at each other, and that's how, what they were using. The one guy was holding over the TV star's head <laughs> that he's a loser. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. He has a fucking TV show nah, and some dude's calling him a loser. I can understand if he was talking to a soap opera star, but come on, man. Right. Even if you were. Did you hear about that soap opera star that did uh, ayahuasca and he fucking quit his job? Oh, for real? Yeah. Some dude on Days of Our Lives was like, fuck this. <laughs> he did ayahuasca, tripped his balls he off. He got opened up. Yeah, he got opened way the fuck up. He came back and he said, this is just nonsense. I'm not doing this anymore. Right. Yeah, there he is. Quit Days of Our Lives. How long has he been on there? <laughs> I don't know. If he's been on there... They all want to quit, though, man. I had yeah. a buddy who was on a soap opera for a long time. He fucking hated it. He'd rather not work than be on a soap opera. Why did he do it? Keep doing it. He was trying to, just, he was trying to be an actor. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're trying to be an actor and you have the choice, you can work as a bartender or you can work as a soap star. Right. You're like, oh, well, you know what? A lot of people have made it from soap star to right. legitimate... Made I'll the just, leap. But there's a certain amount of time you can you can only mm. you have to bail like as far as like the the industry classism I think they look at you if you're on a soap for too long they go this motherfucker's a soap. It's actor. like the fat guy thing. Yeah, he's talking about. They yeah, know you for shit. being a soap opera yeah. actor. Listen, you you've been a villain on this soap opera. It's been amazing right. for 50 years, and you're gonna continue to do that. <laughs> like no no no, I'm I'm about to break out, I'm about to go mainstream. No, we don't yeah. allow it. Yeah, we don't allow it. I get that. I get that too. Do you? Yeah, not not the villain thing, but like when I went to Montreal the last time 2 years ago, the comedy festival. Comedy festival. It didn't matter how good I did. They were looking at 25-year-olds and anybody who was older who was a star. If you fell in the middle like me, Zex ran over you. Like really? like you like you're done, you didn't do it yet at the time. <sighs> 
Like it was just that. But if you were twenty five and had one good joke in your in your set, then it's it's it was it was like the youth rush. That's interesting. And but it was it was good for me to see that. And I was like that and a few other things is like all right, I gotta figure out a way to get my shit together. That's really fascinating, man. So that's just like what they're selling. Right. Like they're just trying to sell they're just trying to sell young. Right. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're selling youth. And wow. uh my manager spoke to my ex agent when it, my like I had the agent before I had the manager and was my manager's like, We gotta get Ian more money for these college gigs or these these shows. And uh, my my agent told my manager, Ian's time has passed. It's the most you can get for him. Whoa. <laughs> Funny didn't matter. Nothing. You know what's really stupid about that? Out of all the things right. that you do like as an art form, mm-hmm. the being a comedian, like being young is probably the least important because being older, you're going to have more knowledge. Right. You're going to have more opinions on things. Mm-hmm. You recognize bullshit easier. You see the bullshit in yourself. You recognize it, but you, just, mm-hmm. you become so much better as you get older right. as a comic. That the young guys, like, man, when I was twenty-one, I always say this: I sucked. I, I was a terrible comedian, and one of the reasons why I was a terrible comedian is fucking everybody's terrible when they're twenty-one. Right. You might have a couple of good jokes. You might have a couple of hee-hees and ha-has. Right. But when you start making points, mm-hmm. if you're you're making any points about anything and you're twenty-one, you, you, nobody wants to listen to you, dude. You're too dumb. There's <laughs> very few people that are twenty-one years old that can carry a nuanced point on stage in front of a room full of strangers about a controversial issue and say it in a way it's going to make everybody laugh hysterically. Mm-hmm. It's rare. You got your rare Chappelle's. You got your rare, you know, I'm sure Eddie Murphy when he was young was crushing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't as like it wasn't po- same deep, right. poignant. But yeah. he was just, he had that natural funny just killing ability. It, killing it. But for the most part, most 21-year-olds are dog shit. Right. They're just dog shit. They're kids. They don't know the anything. They're kids. They don't yeah. know anything, yeah. They, but... <laughs> but 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 the the build, the business doesn't care. It's like and to me, funny is young. As long as you're funny, it's young. Like people just want to laugh. And if you're funny, they don't give a fuck how old you are. Like this guy. Like when I was a kid, I was watching Benny Hill because he was fucking funny. Yeah. Didn't, his age never mattered to me. But now they're making that shit. Well, matter. I think they want to sell you like a symbol. You know, the girls are going to get into you. It's they're gonna, you know, it's gonna be like when Dane Cook was in his MySpace Prime. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna flock to see your shows. Oh my God! Right. Man, woo. And you got to admit that that's a, an attractant. Whether it's as a singer, it's an attractant as an actor, mm-hmm. and it, sh- it could be as a comedian too. Right. But not if you're really into stand-up comedy. And if you're really into stand-up comedy, you go to see Louis C.K. He's in his forties. He's fat and he's hilarious, and he's attracting everybody you're trying to yes. get to attract exactly to be attracted to those twenty something years. So, but and when he was thirty, he right. wasn't doing so well, right? So when he was, you know, he's probably like I think he's older than me. I'm forty six, so I think he's forty seven or something right. like that. So when he was, you know, thirty six, thirty seven, nobody gave a fuck about him. Right. It's a sort of same situation. And now, look, boom, you know, arguably the number one comic in the world. Right. So and then you got. David Tell, better now than ever. Right. Better now than ever, and he's 50. And there's Rock still going. and Still just, going. And there's just tons of people. Yeah, even fucking Jerry Seinfeld. He's like 62. Right, damn. You know? I mean, when when a comic learns how to be a comic, I keep hearing, and I need to see him to to see it myself. Is it Bill I keep, Cosby? Yes! Yes, I, yes. Hear, I hear the same shit. I need to see him, too. Let's go see him let's together. Let's go see him together. Let's go see him. Okay, let's find out when he is. I keep hearing. Yeah. I keep hearing that. 
Yeah, I keep hearing it. He's killing it. I keep hearing he's killing it. And I'm hearing it from people outside show business. Right. I, I held it from a dude I know in Austin. Mm-hmm. He, he's not, he has nothing to do with show business. Right. And uh, he was telling me, he's like, me and my friends went to see Bill Cosby. I'm like, what was it like? He's like, dude. He goes, you wouldn't believe it, man. He Damn. goes, he, he, he's telling these stories. And at first, you're like, man, these fucking stories are taking a long time. He goes, and then five minutes in, you are fucking crying laughing. Damn. And then you realize how he's tying all these stories in together. Uh-huh. And you're like, I'm watching a master. Doesn't have an opening act. Goes on stage by himself. Right. And he does like 90 minutes, two hours. Just mm-hmm. him, himself. And it's captivating. That's the shit I've been hearing. Keep hearing it. I don't That's hear anybody saying it's bad. Nobody. No, I'm hearing over and over again that it's killer. He's like 80 years old and he's getting street reviews. Yeah, what the like, fuck, It's all man? like word of mouth. That's amazing. Like, like word of mouth is like an underground young band coming up. Like, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Funny transcends. Like, you're hearing the same thing I'm hearing. Then I have a few friends that went to see him and they're like, you got to see him. And it's on my one of my list of things to go see. It's like going to Coachella. I got to go see this dude. Yeah, you we got to see him. Before okay, check this out. I think I'm gonna be in Vegas when he's there. Oh when shit, is that? Ian! Hold on a second. It's um, there's a UFC on the 24th, and Bill Cosby is in Vegas on the 23rd. Oh shit! Perfect. Treasure Island showroom. Please tell me you want to go. I'll come out there. I don't Fuck have, yeah! I'm not in Vegas, so I'll, dude. I'll you drive come out, out there. there with me, man. Right, cool. Come out there with me if you want. I'll get you tickets to the UFC too. It's I'll, next I'll day. I'll do that too. Boom! Okay. Oh, that's a weekend. Deal. Yeah. Do you want to see Cosby? Or are you gonna fuck yeah? Do you have love to see do you Cosby. have the the attention span? Yes, <laughs> I've, I've actually wanted to see that. But but it is kind of it's not really stand up, is it though? It's kind of like a one man play. I don't know. No, you know, that's no. a, I don't even want to judge yeah, what it is. Right. I don't know what it is. But I need to find out if I can get tickets. It's funny. For I that. wanted to defend what it is, and I I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll talk about this after. But I'm psyched now that I know that this is a possibility, and it's a night I have off. It's oh, perfect because yeah, I have the weigh-ins during the day, and then mm-hmm. the nighttime I have off. But it's it's, it's probably got like a six o'clock show. Is there even tickets up. available? Old people probably fall asleep. <laughs> it says uh, eight p.m. Oh shit, they're staying awake. Oh my god, who's there next week? Mencia. <laughs> right after Bill Cosby. Happy birthday, Carlos. Yo, that is ironic as fuck. Look at that. Oh, shit. That's so funny. Bill Cosby cause, and then Mencia. Because he took a Mencia, took a Cosby joke, Exactly. Too. Well, that's what sunk head. him. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that. Look, that was the final nail in the coffin when people saw him do a, a Bill Cosby wow. bit. Wow. That's hilarious. I wonder what Bill thinks when he sees that. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know. Yeah. He probably yeah. didn't even fucking hear about the video. Yeah. He probably has no idea that Mencia <laughs> got busted stealing his joke. Yeah, <laughs> he so probably has no idea. <laughs> I doubt he pays attention at all. <laughs> He's but apparently the motherfucker keeps writing, and I say motherfucker with all due respect, respect sir. Yeah. Is there tickets sure. still available? I don't know. We'll find out after the show. I don't want to be investigating during the program. <laughs> but um, I think that's a great idea, man. Yeah, I, man. I, I really need to see it because I keep hearing it, man. Chris Rock was the first one I heard it from. Yeah, he said that shit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seinfeld said it. Yeah, Chris Rock was fascinating, man. He was shaking his head. He goes, uh, he goes I felt like I was like an amateur when yeah. I watched that guy up there. He goes, I felt like I was an amateur. I was like, wow, that's crazy. And he goes. He goes out there with no, no, um, no opening act. Mm-hmm. Does like an hour and a half by himself. Said it was amazing. I was like, wow, that's incredible. You, you know, it's the one thing if this guy who's my friend in Austin says it. Right. But when that guy says exactly the same thing as Chris Rock, right. you gotta listen. You gotta go. There's something, something's yeah. going and on. I, and here. I would assume Chris Rock is pretty critical. How do you know? not be? 
I mean, he's an icon for sure. Like, I've heard people say there were some old dudes that were really funny that really weren't funny. Right. You know, there was a few guys. Oh, my God, you never seen him. He's hilarious. And you see him, it's dog shit. You know, it's just, <laughs> he's just an old dude that people like. And people don't want to say nothing bad yeah, about Yeah, they don't want to say. I, I, yeah, I'd be disappointed if this didn't live up to it. Now we put all this hype behind it. We're going to have to get drunk. <laughs> yeah, I gotta We're going to have to get hammered to make it even better and then embarrass ourselves afterwards by trying to meet him and getting shut down. That's hilarious. <laughs> we went to see Dice backstage. Uh, we went to see uh, Dice, rather, um, at the, um, uh, the Riviera, mm-hmm. you know, which is one of the best places to see him because it's all old school and it's That's upstairs. Hilarious. and. It was Jim Norton and Anthony Cumia and and Brian and me and mm-hmm. we all had off. We nobody had to work, right. so it was just it was a treat just to be able to sit there and watch Dice. And then we went backstage and was like talking to him. Like this might be one of the coolest things I've ever done. Oh, gone to see a show and then gone backstage to hang out with Dice Clay oh, like shit. after a show in Vegas. It was really cool. But Dice knows me. Right. Bill Cosby would just kick us right the fuck out. <laughs> Scrubs, Get the fuck out of here. Oh, Cosby might like. I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah <laughs> jello pudding <laughs> especially if red man's gonna start doing his old thing, you know, yeah the old shit there we're definitely gonna get kicked out yeah. yo get off of rudy <laughs> Dude, oh can you imagine rudy. if you did that in his room he would beat you to death <laughs> yes, that would be what, what sinks bill cosby bill cosby beats brian red man to death <laughs> with a lamp he just I picks up a lamp and Breaks it over your head and then stabs you in the neck with the broken pieces. Is there even <laughs> any footage of Bill Cosby versus Heckler? I bet he, I would love to see what he would his response to that would be. They probably don't allow hecklers yeah, at his yeah, show. They probably, probably close in on those fucking people <laughs> so quick. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, he's not doing that kind of comedy. He's doing the kind of comedy where it's like these long monologues that are stories, you know, that he's con- crafted and you know and molded to like the perfect amount of words. Right. He, you know, he used to, um, it's kind of fascinating. I mean, now he's doing shows. Obviously, if you go to BillCosby.com, there's a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of shows planned out, like, over and over. Like, May 9th, he's got two shows in a night on May 9th. May 10th, he's got a show. May 11th, May... Th- I mean, he's, he's amazing constantly that he's working. Keep, like, I, I don't think, if I had his money, there's no way <laughs> I'd still be doing it. I think that. he enjoys it. But he's got it. what I'm hearing is, or what I was hearing before... He, he was doing all these shows was that he would go and do like a, like a Tonight Show or mm-hmm. a Letterman appearance, one of those type of things. He didn't even practice the material. He would just write it. Mm-hmm. He would write it himself and he would work on it himself and then he would go onto these shows and just mm-hmm. do it. The first time he was doing it was on live TV and they would say, you know, don't you go to the comedy clubs and practice? It's like, I know how to do comedy. Like his, in his mind, he knew how to discern what was good and what was bad Craft it all himself and then mm-hmm. release it into the wild. Yeah, he had enough practice. He, and he yeah. trusted himself. And he, I guess he's honest enough with himself to say, this is funny, this is not funny. Yeah, that's fascinating yeah. in and of itself. That's uh, that's an interesting point of view. I mean, I guess you get to a certain It sounds level. ballsy, right? Fuck yeah, it does. It sounds ballsy. It, but you should, yeah, like you said, when you get to a certain age, you should know. But it still sounds ballsy on a point that I'm not, definitely not at. Yeah, real, real... Real ballsy, but he also got in some trouble, man. There was some. He had to settle a lawsuit. Someone accusing him of there was like some drug thing, <laughs> drugging some date, chick. Yeah, some date rape pill thing. Yeah, wasn't young it? girls again, man. Sexual assault allegations. Doesn't matter who you are, you cannot escape vagina. It will get you. <laughs> it will get you, man. Maybe we answer the question like, why is he still doing stand up? <laughs> Pay off these suits. Pay off these right. suits. That's probably a big factor. 
And then on top of that, probably because he could still get some pussy on the road. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's still Bill Cosby. Imagine Bill Cosby, man. It's still nothing better than road pussy. Isn't that amazing? That's ridiculous. Could you imagine if that was the case? If you pulled him aside and you say, Bill, it's amazing that you're still doing all these shows. Like, what's up? I got two words for you. <laughs> road pussy. Road And he gives you pussy. knuckles. <laughs> knuckles. <laughs> give, me the impre- give me the impression. Do it. What is it? Road pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even an impression, so that's a terrible Bill Cosby. But <laughs> uh, it's better than mine. That's one I've never tried to do. Jello pudding. I sound like Red Fox. Oh, man. I need to rethink my Cosby impression. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's on stage. It's just it's just some fascinating shit. He's got a hearing aid on. Oh shit! It's just somebody reading him the lines. But look at he's got this thing. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a hearing aid. I mean, what is that? He's old, man. Damn. Yeah. Son, he's old. Yeah. I mean, he's like he's got like this wired thing. Maybe it's uh so he could hear what the audience is hearing. It might be that. Is that his microphone? Because like does he have a mic in front of him? Or that's I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's a weird picture. It looks. It doesn't look like a microphone in his hand unless he uses a really tiny microphone. What if it's he a... lip syncs the whole thing? <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> if he does? Because he's so old, that's how he does it. Uh, yeah, funny. he does it like like Britney Spears does commercials. <laughs> yeah. Or like commercials. she does concerts. <laughs> Can you imagine if a guy lip syncs stand-up? Has anyone ever done that before? Nah, that's bananas. That's hilarious. <laughs> that would be so hard that's to do. That would be so hard to do. To, to lip sync your stand up? Because you, I do it different every night. Mm-hmm. I, there's no way I'd be able to lip sync it. Like, it never glass drops. Yeah. You keep going. Oh, uh, you'd have to keep going <laughs> and play it off. Yeah. Like, you didn't hear it. Yeah. Place is on fire. You're still going. <laughs> you're still going. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, I'm going to do my act in the back. If uh, you don't burn alive, uh, please laugh. Uh, and you, you, people are running out the door. They hear a soundtrack. <laughs> there's a fucking laugh track. No one's laughing. We're on fire. <laughs> and then so I was bad. like, hi, mom. Oh! It'll be funny shit. I'm sure someone's done it. Has anybody ever juiced the audience before? Has anybody ever used like a laugh track like while they're on stage? Oh, that that's that's that sounds disgusting. That's hilarious. <laughs> must have been done. Must have been done. Yeah. Somebody must have done it. If that's you can bananas. think of it, somebody must have done it. Yeah, people are always accusing people of planting, putting a plant in the audience. Like right. a guy who heckles says something stupid, so the guy on stage can have the perfect thing to say to him. Like, that guy wasn't, he's a plant. Mm-hmm. They planted him in the audience. Now, I'm sure that's happened. Something. Because I've heard of it happening in, like, sort of, like, fake, like, performance art-type scenarios and shows. Mm-hmm. But, uh... I know it happens when you watch most Comedy Central specials. Like, you could hear the cheap can... Like, why can't Comedy Central use better canned laughter? So they have canned <laughs> laughter, you think? Did they do, like, over their stand-up specials? Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, if you listen, you could, you could hear, like, all the audiences from all the specials sound the same, which is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible. Like, they all laugh the same way. There's That's... that one show uh, that uses the young stand-ups, and the whole audience is just canned laughter. No and, way. Yeah, and it's, what's really suck is, I don't want to even that? say the show. I guess the sh- Don't uh, say it. All right, I want to say the show. But, but I guess... It, because there was even jokes that were so dumb that you can't, you can't even, you know that there's no one going to be laughing at this, and it just explodes like they just, you know, got off stage, and you're hmm. just like, what the fuck is this shit? Wow! And it's edited too, where the audience like is still laughing, but it, it goes on to like the next joke, like it's just how it's edited. You could just tell. I forget hmm. the name of the show. I don't want to say the name of the show. Though. Yeah, you don't have to say the name. That's kind of fucked up. Right. That's uh. Oh boy, that's one of those weird like what's the line? What's deceptive and what is just editing? 
When you start adding laughter to a comedy show, like a laugh track on a sitcom is okay for some reason. Right. Why is that? Why the fuck is a laugh track? That's not that's not okay either. Yeah, it's not okay. It, it, gets, it, it gets annoying too, like especially when there's laughter where you know that's not a joke. Yeah. If you want to know how stupid it is, watch one of those Disney shows. One of those Disney shows oh, that has a laugh. The kid ones. And the guy comes in with the flip flops oh, on, oh, you're like, <laughs> and everybody's like, Woo! <laughs> The the really bad laugh track scenes are offensive. Yeah, they hurt. They hurt. It's insulting. They hurt. They're insulting. insulting yeah. It's offensive. Yeah, it's offen- You hurt the culture. You yeah. you you. If anybody who can listen to this and really believe that that's real laughter is either very very young, which is rude because mm-hmm. you're doing like a shitty shitty joke on children, mm-hmm. or they're idiots. So those are the two options. Either someone's really young and you're treating them like they're fools and you're giving them bad entertainment and giving them really low standards to behave by or you're making movies and yeah. shows for idiots. And it, Yeah, they're definitely giving them like low standards to, yeah. to live by for sure. Oh, they don't give a fuck, man. Like, they don't trust. They just don't trust. Like, you know, like make something good, just put it out there and then trust it. But it's also that there's a lot of dummies out there that like bad shit. Yeah. There's just a lot of that, man. A lot of these sitcoms that are really like Brian Callum was over my house, and mm-hmm. we, were, we were talking about a sitcom that he did, and he was he was just shaking his head. He was like, <laughs> "It's so bad." He goes, "I'm doing this show. I can't fucking believe that this is a sitcom. I can't believe how bad it is." And he he did like a couple of episodes, and he was telling me about it. And he was like, "The people like they're convincing themselves." He goes, "The the actors on the set are laughing, and the show does well on TV." And he's like, "And it's shit. Mm-hmm. It's terrible." And I was like, "What is that?" And he goes, "I don't know." We were trying to figure it out. I'm like, "Is it is, is there just a lot of really dumb motherfuckers out there, and that just hits their frequency?" Right. And so there's these clever people that know the right frequency for dumb people you know where would i be without you honey probably nowhere uh, good night fade to black let's shut the bed off martha what whatever it is man it's popular well there's you know there's there's you know there's there's no lack of stupid people in this world like when i was watching like uh i think it was on e years ago like maybe even 10 years ago and it's talking about gilligan's island and people used to write in so and say, please right rescue those people off the island. <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't anybody going to help? Like, real letters. I'm not even making this up. It's real letters. Oh, yeah. No, people I'm were, sure. People were worried about them. We're watching them every week. Why <sighs> <laughs> oh. like, don't they help them, George? <laughs> yeah. They're out there on that island by themselves. <laughs> it's going to be a monsoon out there. We need to help those people. There's a monsoon. Like, Gilligan's a nice boy. Those people raise kids. Yeah. They raise kids to go out there and harass your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this But do you think that a show that's a dumb show actually influences the culture enough to have an effect on it? Cuz if that's the case, and I'm guilty too for Fear Factor. If if there if a show can be so dumb and lower standards so much in its delivery and the shitty jokes and the canned laughter and just just this low RPM entertainment and sucks you into its fucking maw of soap opera stupidity. If the, if that if it is is it possible that that can actually actually lower a collective intelligence of any part of a culture? Well, it won't improve it. <laughs> <laughs> so you could you could go where you want to go from there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I, don't, I don't think 
like I've heard you being hard on Fear Factor before, but that shit was interesting. Well, it was it was definitely a little different and in, in its stupidity, but it's still stupidity. It's yeah, but here's the thing about Fear Factor. It was you're at home putting yourself in these people's situation. Mm. Like in in the day and you're wondering what anything that makes you kind of say, could I do that? Yeah. And you watch somebody go through it and do it. It it's 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 just there's there's something interesting about Fear Factor that I wouldn't just brush off. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree they, with they you caught, in a certain way. There's an ingredient in there that's that's important that you know that that people can use on other things. But there, there's something definitely there to make people keep watching. It's, it's not even the the fifty. It wasn't even when somebody won at the end and got to fifty thousand dollars. It's the they did all this. Even if you you can look at it, there's there's different types of people that watched it to say these people are stupid, or I can't believe this person just ate that or did that. People or just just the interesting things that people go through watching people go through yeah. what they're going to go through to do it. It's just, it's, there's a lot of shit there, man. Well, there's the psychological battles that are going on when you see people trying to eat blended rats or yeah. climb up buildings and they're fucking terrified of heights or swim when they can't swim. There's a lot of psychological shit going on. And then there's also just the fact that they really are, whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. as ridiculous as it is, they really are competing. Right. It's a human competition. Whenever yeah, you watch you any sort of competition, it becomes compelling. Right. Because you try to figure out what you would do, and you get caught up. Like we were talking about, what was the dude's name that we were saying? Clark? Living Clark's life? Was it Clark? Oh, yeah. Uh, what do, what it, do we call it? Carl? Carl. 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 Yeah, Carl, yeah. Just, if you were living Carl's, Carl's life. life. What's compelling about it, besides the fact that you get to experience someone else's life, is you probably get your own mind as well to think, fuck, would I do this? Right. Oh, my God. I mean, Carl's crazy. I can't believe he's yes. going fuck this chick. He doesn't even have a condom. <laughs> yeah. Carl, you're crazy. Yeah, watch just because Carl. Chase closed the condom store down <laughs> doesn't mean you're supposed to just fuck. fuck. Yeah, God, watch Carl damn. do the crazy shit that you would never do. Exactly. Like, to live vicariously. And, you know, that's what that, you know, Fear Factor gave people an experience, man. It was definitely an experience. For me, it was surreal because I, you know, was there while it was all happening. Going, I can't mm-hmm. even. Be- and then I watched it on TV, and I just leave my house shaking my head. I can't <laughs> believe I'm a part of this. Like as I was doing it, I was like, "This is the most ridiculous shit of all time." I can't believe this is a job. Plus, plus, like it's like a Survivor. Like when Survivor first came on, I said, "I'm going to watch this shit tonight and laugh at how dumb this thing is." But the execution of the first episode blew my mind yeah I and agree. i watched the entire season i agree and i was like and i think you guys had good execution they definitely know what they were doing yeah david hurwitz and matt kunitz the two dudes that were uh in charge of the whole thing they knew what the fuck they were doing they mm-hmm. they, they both have done tv for the longest time but i think that helps for sure but there's something about watching people compete that's so fucking compelling that's why people like sports yeah that's why people like watching basketball. That's why people like watching MMA. People love watching people yeah, compete. That'll that'll never end. And then it was attractive people too. Mm-hmm. And people who were like, oh, that's the person from next door, whatever that's worth. Because people like the normal person. Right. And then the real world was hot. So it's like these are all the people who auditioned for real world and didn't get on it. <laughs> they can do. Dick. They can do. They can do a half hour of eating dick. Yeah, like. <laughs> You think about how weird it is that we like watching people compete so much. We'll watch people run. Yeah. 
Running is one of the most boring fucking things you could ever watch a person do. Golf. Left, right, left, right. No, golf at least varies a little bit more than running. Like the the best thing that can happen as far as excitement goes, obviously the worst thing to the person, but the best thing for the viewer is watching a race where a bunch of people fall on top of each other. One person that's the, stumbles. That's the worst or the best? It's the worst for the people involved. Right. But at home, you're like, yeah. oh, shit, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah. The casual person who doesn't have anything invested in the race would mm-hmm. be their heart rate would go up if I saw a bunch, 30 people fall and pile on top of each other in the beginning of a Yeah, marathon. all of a sudden the interest in it yeah. goes up. Yeah, They would be on TV every fucking 15 minutes for 24 hours. You would see those people trip and fall on top of each other. <laughs> a terrible start today to the Boston Marathon right. just a year from the tragic terrorist event. We got a pile up at the finish line. And a bunch of people just stumble on top of each other and so break hips and twist ankles. Hips. They would play that shit over and over and over and over. They're still looking for a fucking plane. that's It's on the news every day, all day long, a fucking plane that disappeared seven weeks ago. There's no story. There's no information that's new. There's no pictures. There's no metal. Every day, a new chapter in the Malaysian airline the, the, search. The news. Week eight. The news milked that for ratings. It's the craziest. They don't care about those people of all time. The craziest milking yeah. of all time. It's like it, just like the Jody Harris trial. It's like why they made us or made pe- I didn't care, but they made people care about the results of this case. Is Jody Harris? Was she hot? Is she the chick? She was hot. Yeah. Which, which one is she? She was. She was what hot she for do? a murderer. She murdered a boyfriend. Oh, and then the one the, the year right. before, the yeah. year before. So the missing plane is just Jody Aries, or the the thing they slipped in, slipped in place of. There's no Katrina, so let's do the plane. There's no <laughs> that no hot chick has killed her man. Like some regular people have killed their man, so let's do the plane. Yeah, how many regular people killed their man in between the time where Jody Arias killed her man and the plane crash? Right, probably a, a lot. lot. Yeah, but they're not hot. They're not hot. <laughs> they, didn't have, they didn't have good PR. They didn't get out there. Ah, <laughs> they didn't have good PR. Yeah, I used to do a joke about Manson, about how Manson is like the Bob Hope of serial killers. That's hilarious. The Bob Hope. Everybody says Bob Hope is a comedian, oh, but like when shit. I was a kid, like Bob Hope never made me laugh. I'm not it's laughing. Bob. I get Charlie Chaplin. I understood the Three Sturges. Bob Hope, I'd be like, what are you laughing at? But like when you talk about like serial killers, everybody's like, oh, he's fucking Manson. The guy's like Manson. I'd beat the fuck out of Manson. If Manson ever talked shit to me, if he got crazy with me, uh-huh. I would fuck Manson up. <laughs> he's hilarious. like five feet tall. He weighs right. 100 pounds. He didn't even kill anybody. He got other people to kill people for him. He right. got Tex Watson to do all the murders and all those other squeaky from who tried to kill uh, Gerald Ford. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared of Manson. But I was like, during the whole time, there's been all these serial killers that have killed way more people and you never hear about yeah. them. And the joke was that Henry Lee Lucas... He's the guy that they made that movie, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, about. He was with um, the dude from Walking Dead, the brother. Not the guy not the guy who shoots the crossbows, but his brother. You remember that oh, guy? Oh, okay. I know you're talking about. The one that's he, hands missing. Yes, yeah. that guy. He played Henry Lee Lucas. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Henry Lee Lucas killed 60 fucking people. And everyone's yeah. Manson. He's like, Manson. The guy's like, he goes, oh. what do I have to do to get a little attention? It's, I killed 60 fucking people. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to the real serial killers. But <laughs> well, you got 65 bodies. <laughs> it's like a dude who won like an amateur boxing championship <laughs> and they're comparing him to Muhammad Ali. Oh, that's funny. They're just up. they're just talking about him all the time. They don't yeah. talk about Ali. And Ali's yeah. like, "What about me, bitch? Like, yeah. why are you fucking crazy? Like, look what I did. I won the title 3 times. This dude won an amateur thing." Yeah. That's what it's like. Yeah. That's fucked up. But the Manson thing, I guess, was the cult leader part of it, was which freaked everybody out because people were terrified by someone who could lead people astray. Right. 
And it was the time. And I think he was a hippie. Like, there's, yeah. there's a lot of things that they take out of the story that they don't focus on now. Like, back then, maybe, I don't know, it feels like just on instinct that they wanted to condemn hippies back then. 100%. So they used this guy to condemn hippies, like the, you know, the suits. And then, then now that part of the story is gone, you know, and, and now it's just fascinating. It, totally. Residually fascinating. But back then, it could have been a big story. For, but what was the reason why, why that was a big story back then? Well, there was a lot of dark shit that happened with it. Mm -hmm. There was a murdered pregnant woman who was also a movie star, Sharon Tate. It it struck home with a lot of people. Had good elements. Yeah, and then Roman Polanski, it was his wife that was murdered. A lot of people didn't know that. Then Roman Polanski turns out to be a child molester, and he there's all these crazy connections to that that murder. They wrote war or die pig or something like that in blood on the wall. So what was the name of the other serial killer you mentioned? Henry Lee Lucas. So this is what he was doing wrong. Yeah, he didn't do killing that regular shit. people. He's killing like diner waitresses and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's what he would do. He'd just go across the country and just kill people randomly. He, a guy would walk into the bathroom, like a, a restaurant bathroom, and he would just decide, "I'm gonna go kill this motherfucker." He would go in, shank the guy, stab him a bunch of times, and go out and eat his meal like nothing happened. And people start screaming, and uh, he would go, "What? What's going on?" Like this was like in the you know 70s and the 80s, and there was nobody no knew what the fuck was going right. on. And there's no you know. They didn't get your fingerprints. They didn't know shit. And he would kill people randomly. And apparently, random killers are the hardest to, to capture. Right. It's the hardest to... Like, if you got a, a person who's a real crazy person who just... Not that plots. Not that says, you know what, this Brian Redband motherfucker. I, gotta, I can't take his shit on the podcast anymore. I'm going to fucking track him down. No. But if it's, I'm going to put this camera, this tape recorder behind the toilet. It's someone who gets in their car. <laughs> it's someone who gets in their car and says, let me just decide who I'm going to kill today. Right. And they just drive around. They go, okay, that's the guy. And they just get out and they shoot him. And they just get in their car and drive away. It's very difficult to catch that guy. Right. Because then they'll news or say, there's been a gang murder. Could be. It could be a, a, just a random. Just an un... I mean, it depends on what city you're in, too. Like, what yeah. if you're in Chicago? Like, if you wanted to be uh, a murderer, like a serial killer, you go to the south side of Chicago, just drive around and start killing people at mm-hmm. random. It's happening over there anyway. Right. It's like there's so much murder there. Like, Louisiana, New Orleans. Yeah. We were there. This guy who was there uh, who told me about he had lived through the uh, Katrina floods. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about the, the level of violence that he saw. Damn. He said, well, just cops shooting people and craziness and just rioting. He, was like, he goes, it was crazy. Like, like if you just inter- you know, inserted yourself into some sort of chaotic situation like that and just randomly killed a person, mm-hmm. they'd never catch you. You just whoop, right back into the, yeah. right back into the darkness. You know, that's that kind of serial killer stuff is really scary to people. The idea that someone could just not value life so much or get such a thrill out of killing someone that they just want to do that. Yeah. It's like kill people like it's masturbating. Yeah. Like like, that's just the only good thing, uh, you know, you could say about like a, a scenario like that is that most of those people you would think it's not even a good thing, but I would imagine that a lot of them trip up. Because right. they're so amoral and so fucked up. Like that was the whole theme of the um, uh, the the uh, American serial killer book, American Psycho. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read the book? Mm-mm. The book is way more graphic and fucked up than the movie. The movie's fucked up, mm-hmm. but you only have so much time in a movie to go into how crazy a guy is. But Brett Easton Ellis 
in the book had hundreds of pages, and mm. the, it was dark, dark, dark shit. Was that a real story? No, it's fictional. Totally okay. fictional. Oh, okay. It was sort of a metaphor for the uh, the cocaine mindset of the eighties and the materialist right. mindset of stockbrokers, and this. And he just had created this guy who inserted himself into this world, who was just a complete and total psychopath mm-hmm. and serial killer. Fascinating shit because the guy like. It's almost like he's getting more. It, the thrills don't come unless he's more and more reckless now, because right, right. you get tired of doing it this way, and then you want to do it that way, and then you got to kick it up a notch in order to get your thrill. And a lot of them that happens, they ramp up until they eventually get busted. Right. Just, they just they they don't get satisfied with just one Regular. type of thrill. Yeah, yeah. But then there's like dudes like the Zodiac Killer. They never catch. Yeah, he just stayed in his zone. Yeah, he's just smart as fuck. He kept his protocol. He even made letters. Sent them letters and shit. Did you ever see that? Was it Jake Gyllenhaal? Is that him <laughs> who did the Zodiac movie? Yeah. He does uh I think Charles Fleischer was in that movie. Was he? Yeah, I think so. Charles Fleischer <laughs> might be the fucking Zodiac killer. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Is think that, about he, might it. Been, he might have been in a movie about himself. Charles Fleischer came in the back of the comedy store one night and handed me some fucking thing that he created with plastic <laughs> that was a new geometric shape. I just asked him about that. Yeah. yeah. He said he invented it some sort of, with mathematics, he invented oh, some shit. sort of a new geome- un- unto-heard, never heard, unto-heard uh, geometric shape before unto-heard. Is that how you say it? Spending that Roger Rabbit money. Yeah, I think that money's gone. <laughs> fine, I guess. But he was a weird cat. You know, Fleischer was a smart dude. Yeah, he would in his spare time. He'd like you know read books on astronomy and shit, and come to the backstage of the comedy store, that back patio area. Mm-hmm. We'd always talk about space. Me and oh, for real? Had some yeah, wild conversations about space and science. He's just a fucking. He was more into that than he was into doing stand up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, is he? Uh, how is he financially now? I don't, I, don't know. I don't. I haven't seen him in forever, man. I see him. He always looks good, and he always has like a younger girl with him. <laughs> ah. I see him once in a while. That's funny. There used to be a dude who uh, was an older guy. He used to come to the comedy store. He used to try to hypnotize girls. That was his move. <laughs> and um, I'd always heard it. Uh-huh. And then one day, I'm in the main room. You know, the back area of the main room by where the ticket thing is? Uh-huh. And this comic is uh, saying something to this woman. He leans <laughs> over. And she goes, no, I don't want you to hypnotize me. Oh, and I just started laughing. I'm like, ah, it's uh, fucking true. It's I true. couldn't believe it. He was asking her if he could hypnotize her. What a pleasant guy. He's asking, <laughs> <laughs> right? I think you have to. Yeah. I don't. I don't think you can. You can't just hypnotize someone. You have to ask to hypnotize them because they have to like put themselves in the mindset like, right. okay, I'm about to be hypnotized. I don't think it's like one of those, you're getting sleepy, <laughs> sleepy. You're like, oh my god, it's controlling my mind. I don't think that works. What if she's in the bathroom? I don't think it works. <laughs> Imagine that. You have a tape recording. You're getting sleepy. Sleepy. Are you allowed to do that? You're not allowed to record, but are you allowed to project? Oh, no. Are you allowed to broadcast secretly when <laughs> someone doesn't know? Are you allowed to have <laughs> have you talking in a bathroom? I think that if I was, um, I mean, I when it comes to laws, like about recording laws, Eventually, we're going to have to abandon that if everybody just starts recording everything, right? Everything already is. Everyone's recording people with their phones. But that would be the one thing that holds you back, right? Be you, if, if you have two people and one of them consents and the other one doesn't consent or doesn't know they're being recorded, when you always know you're being recorded because you're always being recorded, 
all those laws are going to have to change, right? Does that make the, sense? The fucked up thing is that it doesn't even matter. It's like once somebody released a tape, you're screwed socially. Yeah. You're, or condemned or whatever. It's like... Well, like, unless you don't say anything fucked up. Right. But how, how... I just think it's hard to not say something fucked up. Yeah. Well, it's definitely hard, especially when you're an 81-year-old racist. Yeah. You know, if you really stop and think about it, that dude was 60 years old when the internet became popular. Damn, that's funny. It's crazy. Step in there. That's what they said. Step in there. He was 60 years old. But I, mean, I, but I, that's but incredible. I, but I think I'm a decent person. But I know you could probably play some shit back from conversations that I said, and you could somebody could hang me. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Especially if they did it the way that Jerry Cl- Jeremy Clarkson thing did, mm-hmm. where you just take one snippet of it that sounds so stupid. I did everything within my power to not say that word. The fuck you did? No, you said it. How about it. not do but it at all? What he was saying is, I did everything in my power to not say that word on television, and that clip never made TV. Like, he was trying, he went this long, but they were like, yeah, whatever, chunk. They took the, the, the most ridiculous, salacious chunk, and they put it in right. I did everything within my power. Uh, apparently, that wasn't enough. That, uh, Could you imagine he just has racist Tourette's? <laughs> he's, like, trying really hard to hold, Mexican. He's trying so hard. He's been hiding it. He's trying so hard not to say it, but he can't. He can't. He has to let it out. Yeah, but that was dumb. His apology, the clip of it they showed. That shit was dumb. Yeah, it is ridiculous. It's not an apology. No, the the clip they it's an showed. Excuse. If it was a guy, yeah, well, it doesn't make any sense anyway. Like I said, I don't. I've never heard it that way. I I heard. I always heard it. Tiger. Like why? Why, why are you saying nigger? Like what? Are you, what are you doing? Like why are you even? That, that's that's on him. Yeah, it's that's on him on hundred yeah. percent. I did everything within my power. <laughs> As he goes home and plays Xbox Live, and he's one of the racist kids on there. That, just <laughs> that guy's drunk a lot too. That's probably also part of the, that that stomach that he's got. That shit ain't that ain't coming just from food. Guy's probably lit up. He's trying to be funny. Oh, that, yeah. Also, he's probably trying to be funny. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's he's kind of like a comic in a sense, right? Because he's, I'm sure he's making the cameraman laugh and the producers laugh, right. and he's trying to like be edgy. Right. Like he's got a reputation for saying so, so, funny shit. So he's got to live up to it, and sometimes you, yeah. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. You know, there was an article that I'm trying to find online and I can't. We're we're out of time here. God damn it. Ian Edwards, we ran out of goddamn time. So the time went fast. How long we do? Three hours. Hey, Jesus. I know. That's what I'm saying, dude. It goes by every week like that. It's crazy. Yeah. When uh, when are you recording your new special? Well, it's an album. Recorded it already. Uh, the beauty of it is there's a there's an article in Deadline Hollywood this morning about it's, it's on a uh, Conan's label. Oh, beautiful! It's coming out in June. I'm the first comic on there. Oh, that's awesome! And I'm the, also the first homeless comic to be on Conan's. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Chase! <laughs> but thanks, Chase, uh, assholes. So uh, it's coming out in June, but they just released everything. So I, I woke up to see that in Deadline. And when then, in June? When in June? Uh, probably the tenth. Okay, well, let us know, and we'll tweet yeah, sure. it. Or if you want to come back, we'll have you on the podcast I'll come again. Back too, yeah. Okay, let's do it. So, let, let yeah. her, what's it called? Uh, it's called 100% Half-Ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you can uh, see, it goes. It goes. Follow Ian online, Ian Edwards Comic. Don't follow any of those other Ian Edwards dudes. Yeah. It's Ian Edwards Comic. That's the only one. And what's your website? 
Uh, shit. Ianedwardscomedian.com. Okay. Because well, it was that... down, so I think it's back up now. Oh, okay. Um, you got a show? Yeah, next uh, next week uh, I'm going to be in Vegas with Tony Hinchcliffe and Sarah Tiana. You guys are at a pool hall. Yeah, we're playing the Ooh. Backstage Bar and Billiards, Friday, May 16th, 8 p.m. Let me know if they got good tables. Yeah, I will. Yeah, let me know if it's a good spot. That'd be a great place for you to play every time you're in Vegas. You could just uh, I got I got a spot I already go to. I won't yeah. tell anybody though. I'm fucking secretive as shit. <laughs> I move like a ghost. Uh, thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Squarespace.com. Go to Squarespace.com. Enter in the code word Joe and save yourself ten percent off your first purchase and get a free trial while you're at it. That is Squarespace.com and enter in the code word Joe. We're also brought to you by NatureBox. Go to naturebox.com slash Rogan and get 50% off your first box of yummy shit. That's naturebox.com forward slash Joe. I cannot recommend them enough. I think their snacks are quite yummy. <laughs> We're also brought to you by onnit.com. That's O-N-N-I-T. Go there, use the code word Rogan and save 10% off any and all supplements. All right, uh, lots of fun shit coming up. Uh, tomorrow, Nick Cutter, uh, a fine author whose book I've got right here. I've been reading this fucking thing. This is a great book, man. It's called The Troop. I got one of those uh, pre-release copies, bitch. That's right. <laughs> I'm special as fuck. And it's dog-eared because I've been reading the shit out of it. It's really good. It's uh, in the vein of like a Stephen King horror thriller. And uh, Tim Kennedy on Wednesday. And uh, uh, Rhonda Patrick's coming in this week, too. Got a, oh, that's not this week. Whatever, bitch. Listen, I got a lot of shit happening. Uh, see you tomorrow. Big kiss. Mwah.